I see the red dot. It's going. You could hum still if you want to do that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have no music to hum to. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Let's see what you got. <laughs> Anyways. Rolling out the red carpet for me. No music. We have music. We just don't let the guests listen to it. It's just a big deal, folks. Right. (laughs) It's a rite of passage. All right, everybody. Welcome back to episode four of Best Slash Worst. Four episodes. I think we're having fun so far. Uh, Quick intros so we can remind everybody who's... Who's on the pod? So we have, this is Kurt, and uh, again, I'm in Kansas City. Uh, We have Mason, who's in the Bay Area. Joey, who's in Salt Lake City. We have Sarah, also in the Bay Area. And for the first time, and in the same room as Mason, Joey's brother, Justin. Hey there. (laughs) I I thought you were going to say, and the last time. The first time, (laughs) and and the last last time, time, Justin. I, I, mean, I he, feel really honored to be on Best Worst. I am a big fan of the show, have been listening for all the episodes. Would you say you might be we our actually, number one thank you, fan? Thank you. Long time fan, first time caller? I think yeah. so. I think I, I think so. I think I Justin that was actually the very lucky winner of our um, <clears throat> our first inaugural uh, fan contest. He was... He submitted a lot of entries and he was selected to be on the yep. show. So I mean, you guys well, were my odds were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was mostly the uh, long form uh, letter you wrote us that was uh, that kind of cinched the deal. It was awesome. touching, right? It was very touching. Awesome. <laughs> touching. Yeah. I, I'm yes. a great long form letter writer. <laughs> Can't do short messages. Love, love multi-page letters. <laughs> and and text messages, I can vouch. <laughs> yes, my texts are very long. That's because I don't do short format. No. It's not my thing. I like Bre- that about Brevity you. Welcome to our show where we're not brief about talking about mundane things. <laughs> this is what we do. This is we our like first... hour plus. Yeah, this is yeah. our first inaugural long-form podcast. <laughs> We are we are a Joe Rogan disciples, so we only go hour and a half minimum. Right. If you're not really committed to listening, then you don't yeah. belong here. We don't. Just we don't want you. I have to give a shout out to Joe Rogan actually, because Mason and I are sitting across from each other, a la Joe Rogan experience. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. So. It's never been done. Since Joe Rogan, but that was, that's, that's mildly, mildly interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, Joe, (laughs) our sponsors, our sponsors pay good money to be mentioned in this podcast. So could you at least give us a little bit of grace while we slip their names in casually? Come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Joe Rogan podcast every week. (laughs) He invented the look across. That's right. Hey there. So uh, this week we are talking <laughs> oh. about best and worst United States cities. Um, so we, we have, uh, you know, each week we're going to focus on something a little bit different. And so this week, I think we've all had the luxury of being able to travel quite a bit. 
um, I, you know, for work and, and for pleasure as well. And so um, I think we, like usual, I mean, that's kind of the, the theme of the podcast. We all have some pretty strong opinions about most of the things we'll, we'll be talking about. So um, we're going to, we're going to jump right into um, the, the best and the worst cities. I think, I think this week we should start with worst because I feel like just let's throw a little wrench in it and start, start with worst first and then end on best. Okay. I like it. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Justin, since you're our guest and since you have notes, I want you to go first. <laughs> uh, yes, I did prepare. I did prepare as uh, a listener winner. So, you know, you mentioned worst and that really threw me though. That's a serious wrench because I'll tell you, I made a definitive best list but I actually didn't make a worse list. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I have thoughts on certain cities, um, but it's constructive criticisms, how they could do better, right? I don't, don't want to just uh, railroad them. Um, so, so I didn't want to just go with worse, right? But I'll tell you some cities that I've gone to and, you know, they could, uh, they could use a little fixing up, right? So um, <laughs> Joey and I actually went to the city <laughs> on a can, on a business trip. Can I guess? Can I guess? Oh, of course. Are we talking about worst? Yeah, we're talking about worst. Yes. Are you just going with your your very worst right now, or are we? I, I'm just going with a a, a notably bad, very big city. Okay, okay I'm gonna okay. throw. I'm gonna. Th- I'm. Gonna, it's a southwestern city, but go ahead. It is a southwestern city. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Welcome to the best worst game show. Yeah, love I know. love the Southwest. By the way, well, I'll I'll give you a hint. Uh, between Phoenix and Albuquerque, it's the one that starts with a P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a silent P, silent P. So Phoenix has that going for it. Um, I, look, man. Whew. So Joey and I went to Phoenix in May. Uh, and I will just say that it was how do I how do I put this fucking hot uh, <laughs> in Phoenix in May, and and that makes it uh, unpalatable. Uh, I would say you know May is a little too early in the year to get that hot, you know where like things start melting in your car. But that's how hot it was in Phoenix. Um, and then oh God, poor Phoenix. I'm sorry, guys. I God, I hate to start off on a negative note like this. It, it is a sprawl. Uh, many many cities are L.A., Albuquerque, um, but it's it's not a pleasant sprawl. It's not a pleasant sprawl. So, um, without you know deepening the dagger into Phoenix, I'll just say that that Phoenix came to mind really quickly when I thought of cities that I really have no desire to go back to. They, I they feel like a, Justin's they, they, worried he's going to get a strong they, letter from the to, from the mayor. <laughs> the Phoenix Department of Commerce. <laughs> they could offer you a job and say, "Hey, come bring us some solutions." This could be like your. That, that's that's really outside the box thinking, Sarah. That's the kind you know, of thing we need. You know, Justin, that's what I bring. That's have, you, table, have you ever been to Tucson? <laughs> I have not had the if pleasure, you, Mason. <laughs> if you don't like Phoenix. You oh, would not like don't go to Tucson. Tucson. <laughs> it's, it's like Phoenix or Tucson is like Phoenix, except you take all the modernity and any like. 
quality established businesses. And, and then you have Tucson, just Adobe sprawl. And then although they really have hot college kids, they're very, yes. So question about Tucson, did, was, was Tucson ever better? Or do you think that this is the best Tucson's ever it, been? It ha- it Arizona has, is a desert. It gets yeah. 130 degrees in the summertime. <laughs> what, no, what, no. What, in, what in, the, in, the, in mid-spring, it gets to 110 degrees. Yes. Yeah. F- Phoenix, uh, Phoenix does have uh, some things working against, uh, one, working against it. You know, the, the heat is one thing. Um, they have a, a, you know, you, you talked about the sprawl. It's very interesting because, because I travel to a lot of cities and I like to do what I call ghetto tourism. So I'll take my car, I'll take a car and I'll just drive to the worst part of the city. Cause I want to see, I, I'm interested in it. I want to know what, you know, generally those areas have better restaurants. They have better, um, <laughs> restaurants, do they have better restaurants? They have better restaurants. That's the goddamn truth. But right. uh, Phoenix, <laughs> the goddamn truth. But Phoenix uh, doesn't have that. It doesn't have food. It doesn't have good quality food. It's it is a food desert. I mean, it it, it is a desert, but it's also a food desert. Um, <laughs> um, when I drove to the worst parts of Phoenix, it was shocking because it felt like I was in bag in the, in the, in the, in Baghdad. I was in like <laughs> Iraq. Justin, you were with me. I, I was with you, but let's, let's be nice to Baghdad. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on. Hold, hold, well, hold on. We got to no. give a shout out. We got to give a shout out to the beauty. We got to make a shit sandwich here. Okay. So we got to give a shout out to the beauty of Arizona. Arizona, right. it is beautiful. Uh, yeah. Is a beautiful, the, beautiful place. You guys have uh, incredible scenic beauty in Arizona, and uh, uh, I liked your your past senator. So there you go. Look and, and hold on. Yeah, the well, thing that I think is tricky about like best and worst cities for me is that so much about traveling can be about your experience. So like uh, places you've been to a lot might like. You take a city like Las Vegas, right? There have been times in my life where it's the worst place on earth and I never want to go back there again. And then there are places, there are times that I've been there that I had so much fun and it was great and I love it and I can't wait to go back. Spoiler alert, Las Vegas is in my top 10. Oh, wow. I'm impressed to hear that. Phoenix, for me, I agree it's hot, but they have amazing air conditioning everywhere there as a result. And... The food, the food does suck there. And like on my best list, everything is more or less revolves around food, uh, which is no surprise. But like Phoenix, I've actually had some really fun business trips there, like and where I've enjoyed myself and have 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 appreciated like that sprawl because they have these the the resorts there are large and spread out, and you can you find yourself walking around them, and then in this one hundred thirty degree heat, and you then the moment you step into air conditioning it's just glorious and there's some joy in that i actually have a memory kurt when i visited you in kansas city where it was one of those 100 and something days with 90 percent humidity and we we spent the afternoon going from one store to the next because it was too hot to go two stores at a time <laughs> you had to go to each one otherwise you would melt and die <laughs> like like it was the yeah like you couldn't i see your point was- justin 
Thank you, Mason, for uh, saying some nice things about Phoenix. Phoenix appreciates it. I, I feel. I, yeah. uh, I feel like if we can't really get unhinged about a city, what are we really doing here? That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I think I came right out and said it. I mean, I I just said Baghdad was nicer than Phoenix. So, <laughs> okay, that's true. True, <laughs> right? Joe, true. Joe, who you got? Who, Although, who, who, who's the first name you thrown out? No, no. Um, I, I'd love to go though. So uh, yeah, Phoenix was a was was pretty was pretty uh, pretty bad for me. Uh, not not personally, but just in terms of when I go to a city, I like to see kind of the the culture of the city. I like to see you know obviously like Mason said the the food. I mean I'm I'm a food I love food, so I'll, I'll seek out really authentic quality local food in the area. I, I don't like going to fast food when I travel. I like to go see what the city has to offer, and I'll I'll, I'll seek out really interesting places. Um, but Phoenix didn't, didn't really have that. Um, they, it was hot. I, I see your point about air conditioning mace. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, but it's almost like you're stepping out of hell into air conditioning for a second. And you have to get right back out into that hellish, uh, atmosphere out there. It's, it's what a great invention though. Shout out to whoever the fuck invented air conditioning. That guy is my personal lifelong hero. How about, how about Freon? How about the element Freon? Shout out to yes. Freon. Thank you, chemistry. Yeah, table <laughs> of elements. I, I'd like to. I'd like to add one more thing about uh, Phoenix before we move on. Okay, I'm good. Go on. I think we've um, come up with a travel slogan though for Phoenix to try to get you know some tourists come to Phoenix. We have aircon. That's it. Yeah, there's. <laughs> there's I, I like that. The short it's and not sweet. a lie. It's right, you know we yeah, have air conditioning. Yeah, right. Phoenix. Okay. We have air conditioning. In all all seriousness, Phoenix needs more Palm Springs. So to the city council of Phoenix, I say, you know, have a mind meld with those at the uh, city council in Palm Springs. Hey. And they're going to make Phoenix, or at least parts of Phoenix, fabulous. So there you go. Justin Howard, consultant. Scottsdale is actually very, very nice. Scottsdale has the same true. same atmosphere. It's hell, you know, this hellish heat, dry heat, uh, uh, but it also has a lot of really uh, cool things to do. So, and nice restaurants. So, Scottsdale like is different. Ten minutes away from each other. Ten minutes, exactly. Yeah. What what yeah. city is Arizona State in? Because I've been there. But I don't Tucson. Think it's, oh, it's Tucson, and I don't. Tempe. I can't tell you what city it was in. So Arizona is in Tucson. That city was for me. But. Arizona State. Wildly in interesting trivia. Well, it's See, Tempe, but it's right, next to, it's right next to Tucson. Tucson's like the major city, right. I think. Am I right? Mildly Arizona. interesting trivia. Arizona, Arizona State Arizona University Tucson. is the... Oh. I thought Arizona uh, State University is the largest uh, public university in the country. So, mildly interesting trivia. It's a new this segment. This show sponsored by the state of Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, right Just out the gate. Phoenix. Fuck Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Scottsdale. Right, and then uh, what's the other city in oh, the mountains? Uh, so uh, the other city I was going to say, Kurt, thank you for uh, um, asking. Uh, uh, Phoenix was in the in the mix, but I, I think uh, Orlando deserves some consideration oh, for yes. one of the worst cities. Yes. yes. Orlando is a death pit. It has nothing. <laughs> it's the worst. It is, I don't. I don't know. For me, this was a really easy, like Orlando, no one should ever go there. There's nothing there. It's, 
it is literally devoid of unique culture. It aside from like the Disney things everywhere, which you can get in many other cool cities around the world. Orlando is just hot, humid, and here's what I wonder about Orlando when I went Florida. Why? That here they had the opportunity to master plan this beautiful resort city. Yes. Why yeah. did they pick the middle of Florida? Yeah. I mean, it's the ever. It's like they have. It's swampland. It's uh, it's uh, it's very very. It's unique in the sense that it is swampland, but it's there's not much going on there. It's a lot of convention halls, a lot of lot of uh, you know big box stores, a lot of. I mean, in terms of experiential, you know, in terms of experience, Orlando has a lot to offer. You know, you can go to uh, a variety of different amusement parks. You can go to a variety of different, you know, chain uh, restaurants. If you're into that lifestyle of going to like Red Robin and like, you know, when you're on vacation, um, going to, you know, you know, doing that kind of thing, then Orlando seems appealing, but you know, in terms of you can go to Sacramento if you want that. I mean, <laughs> oh, come on. Sacramento's nicer Sac- than Orlando. Sacramento is not in the no. So Sacramento is definitely no. not nicer than Orlando. <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, or, uh, here's the thing. No, I'm gonna Orla- fight for Sacramento, like- guys. When I go to the city, I want to one of the things I love to do in a city is walk around and just kind of get a feel for the land. Orlando is so spread out with nothing that if even if you're walking between the mildly interesting places, you it's going to take you an hour to walk from the Red Robin to the Caros. Caros, yeah, Caros. <laughs> there's, the reason there's nothing there, and they're all six miles apart from each other. The, the, the reason the reason why I mentioned uh, uh, Red Robin is because I was in Orlando and it was about eight p.m. and everything was closed down except for bars, and the only thing I could eat was like a Red Robin. And I'm like, this is really bizarre. Like, I mean, you know, I'm here. I am traveling. It's the only thing I can get. What, what was that, Justin? You at the you, largest you, convention center in yes. the country. The largest convention center in the country, and there's no amenities. What the fuck? So, no, so I was gonna. I, I was gonna say that uh, you mentioned Red Robin, but in terms of your like family chain restaurants, Red Robin isn't so bad. I mean, Orlando is right. lucky. Is Orlando is lucky to have a red robin red robins close by that's a good point kurt did you want to speak up on behalf of orlando or or red <laughs> robin <laughs> well first do you, you, have have to, you don't have to be cool to have a red robin we have one here in liberty missouri so let's uh, <laughs> let's not get too excited here <laughs> so, but but for orlando i've probably been to orlando more than than you guys because my dad retired to lucky uh, you a place called the Villages, which is the largest retirement community in the United States, and it's uh, 45 minutes uh, north of Orlando. So, I we generally go visit my my dad. My kids go all the time, uh, and so I mean, you're, there's nothing wrong about what you guys have said. I mean, you guys are 100% spot on, and it, it is on my it's my worst uh, worst city. I have some I have some other <laughs> top contenders there, but. Well, well, that's, for, that's the whole thing. Where, like, like Sacramento. That's where I take the family on vacation, but it's in my worst cities. Well, <laughs> I do want to see my father every now and again. That's, that's true. That's the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm handcuffed there, but, but that's the, I mean, yeah. Cause it's, 
Well, it's more of even outside of just, you know, because obviously Disney World and Universal and all that and, and the resorts, but it's like there's so many gift shops and yeah. like bullshit, like strip malls. And, you know, they build all these half-assed theme parks, too. So there, there, there's a there's a place literally called yeah. the Fun Spot. And so and it's a shout out to my dad and and stepmom who who they get my kids tickets to this thing every year and it's got like it's like a half roller coaster and it's like these half ass rides i mean it is like 20, it is like 20 bucks to get in but but it's the most half ass amusement park you'll ever go to and then but I mean, and it it is also surrounded by like Red Robins and Chinese buffets, and uh, and yeah, you know, what what TJ Maxx is, and so so yeah, what th- there's like one shining light. My wife and I had pr- probably one of the best sushi meals we've ever had in Orlando, but we had we had to do so much digging to find this place. It was so off the beaten path. It was like almost in this residential neighborhood. But it was amazing. It was like this full, authentic, yeah, like actually authentic sushi restaurant. It was an amazing meal, but it was near nothing. Like you, no touristy, nothing. It was like the super insider, like probably the people that work at Disney go there. But it was fantastic. Aren't experiences like that the best? When you discover something like that in an unexpected place? Shout out to the sushi spots in unexpected places. Yes. <laughs> Amen. I've never, Amen. I don't think I've ever, the only thing I've ever done in Orlando, I was, I spent 48 hours there over 20 years ago and I was in Disney world and that's it. So I literally have no, no Orlando experience, but I do have another city to offer out there as a runner. Oh, let's go. Can't, can't, let's go. can't wait. Can't wait. Because I, since I haven't really been to Orlando, um, this one is is California. It is in California. Not sure if you guys have had the okay. pleasure of going there. I actually spent five days there once, so that's uh, many more days than Stockton. needed in the town of Bakersfield. Oh, Stockton oh. is up there though. But Bakersfield, if anyone, I mean, like, I'm I'm sure it's a hub for like if you're driving through to like get something. But there is literally, as far as like the experience I had, which was again, like 20 years ago. So I don't know, maybe it's like really up and coming now. I'm not really sure. But it's literally like nothing. There is nothing unique to Bakersfield. Like there's not even like a Disney World, right? Like Orlando has. Like in Bakersfield, it is miniature golf. There's movie theaters and there's strip malls. And then it just repeats, 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 repeats. And it just goes and like, I don't even know if they have, a, I don't think they have a major public transportation system. Like there's nothing unique, nothing locally. Like, I don't know. To me, it was just like this sprawling strip malls. Sarah, I, I, ha- I, I have days. to. I spent five days. So that's way too much time there. Why? First of all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to spend five days in Bakersfield. And uh, I just want to mention that I actually have on my notes because Bakersfield, it's a big city, right? It's a really yeah. big city. I yeah. actually wrote in my notes, does Bakersfield have anything to offer? Well, 
So the best thing, so the reason I was there for five days, my mom had a conference years ago, didn't want to go alone. And my boyfriend and I at the time went with her. And then we like, we turned it into a trip to Disneyland after. So it was like, hey, we'll go to Bakersfield. We'll like do whatever you can do in Bakersfield, which was nothing. But it, the, the best thing about Bakersfield, honestly, in my opinion, I don't know if anyone's seen this, but has anyone watched Baskets? Baskets took place in Bakersfield. Do you guys really? know this TV show at all? Oh my gosh. I've so never heard of it. All right. Well, I'm not, I won't talk too long. It's a Zach Galifianakis TV show. Louis Anderson was in it as well, playing his mother. One of the best performances I've ever seen on TV by Louis. Louis Anderson is one of the best. And basically the sort of like, you know, Breaking Bad, New Mexico is a character in its own way where it's like genius. Yeah. Bakersfield is a character in Baskets, and that is just the worst place that you could ever imagine. And that's all I'll say. I mean, you just got to watch it and see it. That's, it but that's the best thing that's happened, like, from Bakersfield. What, isn't, isn't Bakersfield actually, isn't Bakersfield, Bakersfield actually called the armpit of California? Isn't that their, kind of their unofficial? Yeah. It seems it's either Stockton familiar. or Bakersfield is yeah, the armpit of California. Yeah. Yeah, Stockton's. Yeah up there as well but i don't know so, if anyone so, sounds like you guys haven't had the bakersfield experience but according to, oh, according to, to wikipedia bakersfield is home to three hundred forty-seven thousand people oh. wow sorry guys I, I i will say this that uh if you've ever had the experience driving along the five route five which runs up the middle of california uh Everybody has the experience of going by a giant, giant slaughterhouse. Um, I mean, the biggest slaughterhouse you've ever seen. Uh, so good for them, I guess. And is that, is that in Bakersfield? Is that in Bakersfield? The thing is, it's not far from Bakersfield. So your association with Bakersfield ends up becoming that that smell, right? That lovely smell of of cow flesh. Uh, that is what you end up associating with Bakersfield. So I don't yeah, think uh, it's the flesh that you're smelling, yeah. Justin. I believe it is the feces. Bakersfield for me That's was right. always a. That's yeah, right. It's interesting you said that, Justin. Bakersfield for me was always a road marker for me because I've driven down the five from LA to uh, San Francisco. I can't count how many times, but right. Bakersfield was always a road mark for me right before the grapevine. So when I hit Bakersfield, I knew I was roughly about two hours away from LA. So that's the only thing I really know about Bakersfield. I drove through a couple times. I ate at a Mexican restaurant in Bakersfield that was quite good at one time. That's really been my only only experience. Speaking of the five, does Lost Hills qualify for? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me Joey tell you something. I share that a very harrowing experience outside of Lost if, Hills, California. If, if you go into a uncontrolled spin out <laughs> on the five and you blow out your tire. And your, and sway, your sway bar, bar, for that matter. <laughs> Watch the sway bar. Do, do yourself a favor and don't throw away all of your... Uh, your rim. Don't throw away your, your rims. rims. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you're going to have to go back on the center medium of the five later that day and look around for your rim. You don't want to so, do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, so we're... <laughs> Okay, Kurt, let, you let, tell the story. Let, let's Kurt, give a little context the to the story here. So, okay, yeah. picture picture uh, an eighteen year old uh, Mason, Joey, and I uh, on it's spring break. We decide we, we're going to. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> right. So we decide we're going to go uh, down and stay with Joey's dad in L.A. 
And so I got a, a brand new Dodge Aries K car. Um, that the, the brand only. New? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, and, and and if you're not familiar with a K car, like if you were to draw a car, that that's what a K car looks like. <laughs> like you, like the first car you ever drew. That's what they like. Let's make that a car. That's, that's right. that we're calling it the K car. <laughs> So that's good. So, <laughs> good. so, so we are. Uh, so, and the tires on this thing were probably from 1979 and hadn't been changed once. Um, but, but we're we're flying at a minimum 85, probably 90. And so, at some point, uh, which is I, totally okay on the five. True, if you have a car that can handle yeah. that that kind of thing. <laughs> So at, at, Kurt, Kurt was pedal to the metal. Yes. Well, I was, I was yes. driving. I think. Yes. Well, so so at some point, I had Mason take over driving, and so again, we're pedal to the metal about as fast as this thing could go, and one seconds. one of the rear tires on it blew as we were traveling on I five, and we do what probably three or four three sixties in the middle of I five. <laughs> <laughs> we, we no big deal. and so and to give even more context, the three of us had been in a car accident earlier that that particular year. So so we're we're all a little. Oh, bit, that was this was after that. This was after. Oh it. wow! Yes, I gotta say, not one but two cars. <laughs> so to, to to dive deeper into that story to give you even more context. The whole trip down, we were tr- really trying to like set some sort of land record for <laughs> San Francisco to LA travel. Right, we were trying to make good time. We were trying to make good time. So the the, the mantra through the trip was like, we got to make good time. We would stop at restaurants. It would be like a NASCAR pit stop. We would run in, go to the bathroom, run back to the car, and just jet. So when we. <laughs> So when we got into this accident, we were at that point making good time completely stop. We were contemplating whether to turn around. We took our time the rest of the way. Really, we didn't make good time at all. Well, well what happened was so we finally the car comes to to arrest and then we we put the spare on and I remember I still have a like crystal clear memory Kurt. You were so frustrated you just like hucked the fucking wheel <laughs> into the median. You're like, fuck this tire. <laughs> fuck this tire. But the tire was on the tire was on the rim and none of us really realized or thought about it. And then we <laughs> We drive to the next town, which if you have ever been on the five, you know, could be 20 miles. Who knows how far away it is? Might be 20 miles down the road. And we get there. We go to the service station and the guy looks at the car. He's like, is this Lost Hills? This is Lost Hills. Lost Lost Hills. Yes. And and the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I can get you a new tire. Uh, Where's your rim? Which rim? (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, um, oh, fuck. (laughs) So we have to go back. 20 miles and then you just like going along the five 10 miles an hour by the way not making good time not making good time well skinning was effectively Bakersfield well and at one point we say Joey why don't you hop out and we'll you you start walking and Mason and I we're gonna drive up and we'll meet (laughs) and I said and I said, I said, fuck you guys. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Along the five at night? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was middle of the day. It was morning. Oh. 
still, yeah. still, yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. But it just it, it all looks the same. And so and we're looking for this broken. And it turns out also when you drive down the five, you realize a lot of people blow tires there because there are destroyed tires everywhere. But most people keep their rim. <laughs> do you, do you, not to go on another, not to go on another tangent. But do you do you remember when you realized the trick that when you flash your high beams, people get over? Right. We just learned yeah. that trick as we were driving down the five. We'd flash our high beans. People would get over. We'd fly by them going 100 miles an hour. In the back of the head, in the back of my Super head, power. after we got into an accident, I just, I, I was thinking, I don't know why it's so irrational, but I'm like, all those people we flashed our high beams to were like, ha ha, fuck you. They, they made better time than us. Yeah, they, <laughs> they made, made better time. time. <laughs> we did find the rim, though. That was the miracle. It did take approximately two hours to find the rim. Yeah, God, it, it was it was very demoralizing, um, and uh, but we persevered and we went to one of the one of the best cities in the country, which is Los Angeles. Oh, that's my night. Whoa, <laughs> maybe. Maybe Whoa. now is a good time for me to introduce one of my worst cities, Los Angeles. <laughs> Get out of here. Seriously? Oh, Mason, I hate, were, I hate LA. You love coming to LA. I love coming to LA. I love I love Santa Monica. Okay. I like going to Santa Monica. LA, I don't if I have to drive across LA, it's a nightmare. It's the worst. I, I did love coming to LA. Once you're there, it's fine. If you want to go anywhere, I hate it. <laughs> Well, what you're there? Yeah, when if you I can walk, it's great. When, when I lived Love in it. Los Angeles, I felt like I was in a I was in the cultural center of Los Angeles, which was West LA, Santa Monica, Venice. Yes. Very authentic city, very authentic food, very authentic people, very unique. Um, you know, it is a tourist trap, honestly, but I mean, you can't get a more raw, unique experience than where I lived in Los Angeles, which I, I that's why I hold it near. near, near Near and dear, because you know Los Angeles has a lot to offer. You have oceans. You have. But you lived in Venice. Yeah, I lived in Venice, but you could drive to. You know, Hollywood has a lot to offer in terms of uh, cultural experience, unique experience. Hollywood has a lot to offer. East LA, Los Feliz, Echo Park. Love Los Angeles. Love Los. I Angeles. have a. Top. I I have a like a philosophical city question to ask. <clears throat> Is Los Angeles the only East Coast city? On the West Coast, yeah, it's it's a really good point, Justin. It has uh, so many transplants from all over the world. It's a very diverse, you know, large. I mean, you're talking about you're talking how Los Angeles proper, right? Or maybe Los Angeles metropolitan area has probably got 30, 40 million people. No, so you have a very no. What California California has how many, California 20, has twenty five million fact checker twenty. Tw- 25 I'm, go, <laughs> I'm on it i'm on it i'm on tw- it 20 22 million people in the greater los angeles metropolitan area 13.1 no. god damn it <laughs> it sounded believable anyhow it's very it's, it's very di- it's very diverse and it's, there's a lot of new york transplants in los angeles you know but, but, including, but including feel, all my family i feel like la is supremely west coast i mean you do have those yes. transplants but i mean and and i i lived in orange county which is not la but i i've spent a lot of time in los angeles and and i feel like there there's a whole set of more people who are from southern california from la and i i mean it's its own it's its own animal so i mean i have it on my best i mean there are certainly some pretty big warts on on that one but 
I, sure, sure. But 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 yeah, I mean, to to me, it's yeah, it's everything you can you can do. It's the just the melting pot of people. It's the just the sheer uniqueness. I mean, the the beach obviously is 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 huge. Yeah. Um. Yep. I mean, we, we all talked about the food, weather, I mean, the weather, the food. Um. So I yep. mean. But 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 for me, yeah. But 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 I can I can see why somebody would would have it on their worst list too. Well, because L.A. has a lot of uh, inherent kind of fakeness to it. There's a lot of, you know, there's a, it's not as re- it's not real. You know, you you go to some communities and you get a sense that these are real people. L.A. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, of that I, type of yeah. Yeah, I'd say I appreciate. It is not on my worst city, but it's way, way low on my best. There's things I absolutely love about LA. And one of them is like the buzz that you get that everybody's trying to make it. Everybody's trying to be somebody. And in that, there is actually a positive thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's just, it's all fake. But really people are making connections. And so like when you're in LA, you can talk to people and you just don't know who you're going to connect with, where you're going to go. And I love, I do love the entertainment aspect in LA. Like, um, Going to a comedy club in LA, you don't know, you have this sense like you don't know who's going to show up on stage at any minute. And, you know, there's only a few places in the country that you get that. And LA is one of them. And you feel like you're a part of something. Like you're like, oh, like when someone gets on stage that was unexpected or really talented, you're like, this isn't just this person getting on stage in the middle of the US and like a whatever city. This means something. When you get on stage and you nail it in LA, it means something, you know? And so I love that aspect of it. So there's like this energy that like you talk to people when you go out and people kind of are like, who do you know? What do you know? And everybody name drops, which can be extremely annoying, but it also is kind of fascinating because it is the hub of that, you know, Hollywood and that industry. So that piece I do love. And there's good food, I have to admit, and the beaches. But the, the sprawling city that has like no accessibility at all that's where I am with Mason is like when I, for me, my favorite, favorite city, I want to get somewhere. And especially I'm probably looking at it from a tourist standpoint though, right? Like I want accessibility things. And LA is a nightmare to get from a very small, like, like you're, if you're in one spot doing your one thing, fabulous. But if you have to go eh, even a few miles away and it's the wrong time of day, like good luck. And that is one of yeah. the pieces, and it just never ends. You've got to oh. take the four oh five to the ten, <laughs> and then you got to take Pico. <laughs> oh, I love California. That. <laughs> what do you mean? Four oh five. All right, I'm going to throw out another one of my uh, favorite worst cities, which is Atlanta. Okay, Ooh. and there are, there's some things I like about Atlanta. There are some places I like to eat. They have some good food, but great food. Yeah. The, the infrastructure of Atlanta is something that always shocks me because it's a big city, but it's just horribly designed. You have the, the, the like pedestrian and the automobile uh, designations overlap everywhere. And people are walking in the streets everywhere. If you're there at night, they have a, like San Francisco, which, which uh, they have a big homeless problem. And at night, you just have people walking in the streets everywhere. It's like The Walking Dead was filmed there for a reason. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, ha- I had a similar homeless experience in Atlanta. Yeah. 
It, I, I like Atlanta because it is truly a black city. I feel like it's you have a lot of successful black people there, and it's in the culture. You you see the culture there in in, in the restaurants and the food. In the yeah, food's good. The the culture's the, good. Culture's good. I mean, I, I I I do see what you're saying. It's a huge problem in Atlanta in terms of you know, like LA, getting from point A to point B because it is such a big yeah. city. I, I I have to I have to say something. Uh, you know, since you mentioned it as a kind of black city, I have to say that, you know, growing up in the Bay Area, I mean, we're a very progressive place, but make no mistake, the Bay Area is very segregated. And growing up, the bad areas, the quote unquote bad areas in the Bay Area were mostly uh, the black areas. And that has changed somewhat. Um, and that's good, you know, go Oakland. But um, when I was about 10 years old, I traveled alone, you know, the the stewardesses escorted you. And I remember going through Atlanta and I remember seeing, you know, black people who were not, didn't look like they came from the ghetto, black people who were middle class, who were upper class. It, it. And that was a um, really important experience for me because growing up as a sheltered white kid in a Bay Area that had a lot of de facto segregation, um, I didn't get to experience that. And I felt like going to Atlanta was really eye-opening for me because suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, you know, no, the blacks aren't always associated with the ghetto. That's that's more of a thing on the West coast. And then to see it in Atlanta um, was really eye opening for me. So anyways, you know, maybe that, maybe that, maybe that uh, comment's going to get me in trouble, but um, I'm just being honest about what I saw, what I experienced and how important it was to see that. Um, and I think the Bay area could do a better job of rather than hiding its poorest citizens, bringing them up helping bring them up. I, so I think that was a great point, Justin. And I think you're right on there. And it's a good, it, it, it's something I don't think that we've done very well um, in California, in the Bay area. And I respect that. And I actually have San Francisco on one of my top three worst cities <laughs> for, for, oh, for, really? for along those lines. I really do. I, I loved San Francisco. And in the last 10 years, I feel like it has become a caricature of this like uh, elitism and the sort of very self-righteous liberal point of view um, that doesn't actually sort of bring its uh, ideals to life in terms of action, but only in... Uh, <laughs> I feel authoritarianism like, and yeah. and rules. I, I yeah. feel like the biggest problem with California is just competition. There's just too many over, highly educated people looking for jobs at the same time. California is, is in trouble, in my, in my opinion. In, in, you know, in terms of, uh, but it doesn't do anything to fix that class difference. If anything, yeah. it just keeps catering to the wealthier faction of its population. And kind of leaving scraps for everyone else and then yes. pre pretending to care about its poor population, but not really doing anything at the end of the day that actually helps them. So. Right. Because as wealthy people got there through 
systemic issues that are not really being addressed in a meaningful way. Sarah, did you have anyone else on your worst list? I know this was um, tough for you. Worst, I, I know worst, worst was tough for you. Me. I can ne- Yeah, I it's always tough for me. Um, I I did. I guess I'm going to get right. Yeah, I'm going to get right to one of my my top worst. And again, I bet you guys have all been there, but I don't think anyone spent time there. I spent four days at a conference there. You're probably going to ask why. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> New- <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. I spent oh, four yeah. days. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And I will I will tell you, so I'm I'm with you guys. Like a food, food makes a city for me very, you know, that's usually like top. But not only was it a food desert that wasn't in a desert, um, I was at a hotel um there near the airport, because like everything's near the airport. That's all there is. And we would go into town to the arena. I don't even know what it was called. And I think I did like a three or four day conference there. And when you leave, I don't know if it's the downtown or the surrounding area. There is literally no food. I think there was one Chipotle and people would line up. Like it was like intense, like all the like people who've come from the suburbs come to Newark and like they only know Chipotle. So the line would be like 200 people long. So I'm like, oh, I want something local, right? But you walk down the streets and literally it would just be like barred, closed up streets for like as far as you could go. And then when you walk, there were, you know, there's a lot of security issues and unsafe, like they haven't made anything really. And I, I don't know how to say like, I, I don't know. We we had to walk to an area to go to an okay restaurant. Um but it was probably to one of go to an okay restaurant, an okay <laughs> restaurant, and it was one of one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. As far as, and it's not just like it, it just like nothing about it felt safe or secure. And there were like there were no food options at all. Like even when we go to our hotel, you couldn't leave your hotel. There was nowhere to go within oh, you know like terrible. a ten. Cory Booker is not going to be happy with that pick. So. That's prison. <laughs> there are, like, there was like no prison. Red Robin. There was no Red Robin. I will say though. Wait. We, I know, right? We took an Uber one night to a bar that said our like we're completely closed as far as food service, but we will make you our special shrimp. And it was a Portuguese style shrimp, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Okay. One of the best, oh, one of the best oh. shrimp dishes I've ever had. But it was like us and a nine-year-old and a twenty-year-old singing karaoke and like a bunch of like really older people. And it was very obvious that like, we were really out of place. It was like a neighborhood place, which was fine. They were very nice and sweet and the food was amazing, but this was like a really dark hole in the middle of a neighborhood that we had to drive 15 minutes. And I think the Uber overcharged us. So it was like a $20 drive. And that was the only food I ate outside of my hotel or the arena, which was like fried chicken strips. What's crazy back to what Joey was saying. Yeah. What's crazy is, is cause I've spent like, I was born in New York and my dad's from New Jersey. So I've spent a lot of time out there is like, you were so close to literally world-class yeah. restaurants and like, some, yeah. and like the Italian True. food, you were probably like there, you were so close to it. And, and no, cause I, yeah, Newark is like this whole little Island in, in the midst of all that. But 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 it's so close to so much good food and and so like and, and even just culture too. I mean, there, there's some pretty cool places in and around that that place that I've gotten to explore. You know, being older and I've gone back in the past couple of years, and there's some some really interesting places around there. 
but not Kirk, not new you, not Newark. Not Newark, but a surrounding, and that's where yeah. it's like I want to like yeah. It's just go ahead. I take so. my family there once a year. What? <laughs> <laughs> Newark, <laughs> Newark yeah. we just go to Newark and we hang out Newark. around Newark all, all, all summer. Yeah, well, Kirk, my, never all, go through the tunnel. <laughs> all of us have offered up a worst, like a unique worst city, right? Uh, what's your unique worst city? Because you agreed with Orlando, you agreed with Bakersfield, but offer up an, a new worst city, another just, contender. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, th- I, you guys probably haven't been there. I, I go there for work on a pretty regular basis. Um, and I, it's my least favorite trip is, is Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I've been <laughs> good, good barbecue, I, good barbecue. It has good barbecue. Um, but, but, but other than that, it's, it is so boring. God, it is. I mean, again, mm-hmm. it's, and I think it falls into that trap of, um, you know, strip centers and, you know, just kind of that same old, like you, it, it could be any city, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah you have a certain segment and like, like if you go downtown and Beale street can be okay. I think it's overrated, you know, and there's, there's some good restaurants and, um, you know, like if you, yeah, if you explore, there's good, um, there's good soul food, good barbecue, um, you know, but, for the, for the most part is I just get so bored and, and it just is. And like, I have time, like usually we have like an extra day and I'm looking for cool stuff to do. And like, after you've been, you know, you, you go to the MLK stuff and you go to Franklin barbecue and you're just like, Oh, okay, cool. That's, you know what I mean? It's it, again, yeah, it's, it's the, um, it's the strip malls. It's the, it's the red Robins and, and otherwise it's, it's nothing. And another, another one that that's up there for me and, um, I, again, I don't know if you guys have been there and it's a little bit from, uh, it's a Kansas city thing, but, but I, I hate St. Louis. Um, it's, <laughs> we, we, you know, Kansas city and St. Louis have quite a rivalry and we, we tend to hate each other. Uh, but, but to me, like they lack a lot of the personality that, that we do. They, you know, it's some of the more entitled of, of kind of the, the Midwest a little bit of, of thinking that, that they have everything, but, but really like there isn't that much to do. You know what I mean? There's some, cool, there's some cool pockets, <laughs> uh, but it's just like, you know, words. yeah. I'm, oh, for sure. It's fine. I mean, I've had the fight before, but um, it's, just, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just underwhelming. You know what I mean? It's just, is not, it doesn't, doesn't get me excited to go there. My brother has lived in St. Louis for, I think like six years. I haven't visited mainly because <laughs> I'm a dick. Yeah. Oh, because St. Louis. Uh, Kurt, I have a question for you. So Memphis is the second largest city in Tennessee, right? After Nashville? Yeah. You, you'd think, you would think that Memphis could step up to like at least half a Nashville level because right. Nashville... Uh, and I've visited, you know, a couple of times. I've really enjoyed Nashville. I- I've always thought that it's a city still in its growth period where you can see a lot of potential and it just doesn't have enough yet. But Nashville, I mean, it's a city that 
when I was there, I was I was impressed. I was impressed with what was there. I was impressed with the amount of things to do, the amount of good music, the amount of good food, um, the work that they're clearly putting into their downtown. So what I'm confused about is uh, why isn't Memphis kind of a, a part of that race? Or why do you I mean, think? I mean, it's a it's a good question. I I'm I mean, because Nashville obviously has is become a tourist destination. I mean, it is the um, you know the Las Vegas of 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 the the South or whatever you want to call it. Um, it and yeah, there is a, a lot more excitement about uh, a Nashville that than Memphis. You know, I just don't. Memphis just isn't not like a. I don't think people seek it out. You know what I mean? Like people aren't, Oh yeah, let's, let's take that weekend trip to, to Memphis. It's yeah. I mean, cause it had, I mean, Beale street is kind of, it's, you know, <laughs> as far as touristy things go, it's kind of there, but, but otherwise that's, there's not like, like I can't tell you a bunch of other things that you would go and do. You know what I mean? There's not, the list isn't long of like places you need to go try. Should, should we get out all of our worst right now? Just like, just like let it all out. Anyone else? Yeah. Does anyone does anyone have any that they feel like is a candidate? Well, for you know, I, I feel I feel like a candidate, and I feel like it's kind of in the Beltway, or like kind of really. I don't know who's been there, but uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is really. I, bro, I knew you were going to mention Baton Rouge. I knew it. I've never been. Yeah. Right. So it's silly to say it, right? But Baton Rouge is a city that you think. You know, coming into it, you're like, you, you know, because sometimes when I go to a city, I like to wiki the city. I want to know a little about it. So I'll read about it. I'll read about the kind of the just w- what the city's about. And sometimes <laughs> Wikipedia gives you an idea. And so there's a lot of promise. But when I got to Baton Rouge, it really was so underwhelming. So underwhelming. We actually met the mayor of Baton Rouge, which was <laughs> kind of charming. But I really wanted to tell her, like, just do better. You know, you guys got to do better. <laughs> I well, now now you're telling her, bro. No, I. You know what? I think the problem with Baton Rouge is, is it's a small city with big city name recognition, right? Like everybody's heard of Baton Rouge, and so that just inflates expectations. People are like, "Oh, Baton Rouge! I've heard of Baton Rouge." You know, yeah, outside what of is, what New- does Baton Rouge mean? Yeah, out, me, right? outside of New Orleans, that's the city you hear about in Louisiana. And so people have a lot of expectations, especially next to New Orleans, which I've never been, but I've heard it's an amazing place. It's the, and, I believe it's the capital, the capital of uh, Louisiana. Baton Rouge is. And so you have these high expectations and then you get to Baton Rouge and you're like, whoa, Baton Foodia. Rouge, do better, man. Do yeah, better. Food- Food, food desert, food desert. So I have side I, when you see a food desert. Yeah, I have San Antonio. I have San Antonio on my list for almost the same reason. Where it's a famous city, the Alamo, uh, the River Walk. It it has a lot of like stuff that's supposed to be cool about San Antonio. But you go there and they're like, hey, Joe, you and I were there. You remember? People are like, so, you got to have the Tex Mex, and we went to all the ooh. best. Tex-Mex. I'm doing that, air quotes right now. And every Tex-Mex restaurant was awful. I was like, just give me a Chevy's. Where Chevy's? Because Chevy's figured out Tex-Mex. And none of the places in San Antonio do good Tex-Mex. It's not good Texas food. It's not good Mexican, Mexican food, food. So just quit it. Yeah, I, I, it's it. I feel yeah. like I feel like people people in Texas would actually agree with you in terms of like the prestige of their three or four major cities. No one would argue that San Antonio is probably the the, the bottom city. No, with, also, with the 
the, with, the thing about with yeah with Austin being one of the best cities in the country. Oh, yes. te- teaser again. Yeah. Teaser. That's coming I up, have guys. Multiple, I have multiple Texas cities on my best list. I, I like really? Texas. Not a Texas. So the interesting thing about Texas is it is one of the most prominent states in the United States. It's got a huge population. It's got a lot of cities. Geographically, it's gigantic. And I was, you know, when I was going through the Wikipedia list of big cities, a lot of Texas cities were on there, but there were a lot of ones that I've heard of, but I don't, you don't really hear about very often, like Lubbock, Texas, Plano, Texas, El Paso. And when I think about Texas, I always go to three cities first, right? Dallas, Austin, and, and, and uh, Houston. And those other cities, though they're quite large, I don't think about. And what I wanted to know is, are those cities really shitty? Or, you know, are they decent? Because I, mean, I, I, I doubt they're good. I doubt they're I good. Think, I think they follow, no the cur- they follow the curve of every state. Every state has a few great cities or a couple good cities, and then the rest of the cities are... And a lot of Bakersfields. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I spent a lot of time in Corpus Christi, Texas, and that was... Oh, yeah, there's another list. city. My worst, but it, 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 it's, it's hot, like so hot and so windy in the summer that like or spring that you can't leave your house till 8 or 9 p.m. So you're inside all day in air conditioning. So it's like a phoenix, you know? It's just, you can't leave. And that's why it feels a little unfair to give, like, a worse to a a city that's, like, third or fourth famous city in that state. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's got to be, like, one of the main, yeah, I would agree. Can we we bring up something about why Sarah has spent time in all these super (laughs) half-assed cities? <laughs> I like going to I like going I like to the small tenth best cities in every state. Yeah, I like I like third. <laughs> I don't I like, like going that. to the top. People Sarah are like, is a meth dealer. All right, like, no, like, I don't want to go I'll there. <laughs> What's your tenth place? Tenth place <laughs> <laughs> like I've never been to Austin, Texas. I'm not lying. I've oh, never been to Austin. Oh God, Sarah, the best. I spent yeah. extensive amount of time in Corpus Christi, so there. You know what's new? What's extensive. New? Yeah. Extensive. Can you like you need yeah, to call your travel like a lot of weeks and <laughs> get a new one. I never. I'll I never went to New York, but I went to I went to Newark. You know, I was going to Newark. <laughs> five days in Newark. LA, what's that? I, I was in Bakersfield for five days. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Sarah, you could have a travel show on the Travel Channel called Second Best of America. <laughs> Middle of the Road America. Or the worst. Middle of the America. America. Mediocre USA. Right. Yeah. I like that. There you go. If or, it's or mediocre, the, or, or I've been there. Uh. <laughs> right. who, who, who else on the on the worst? Let's get the rest of the worst out because I'm sure we got Albuquerque. Shout out to Albuquerque. Ooh, Albuquerque. shout out! I've never I, been, I, but I've heard really good things about Albuquerque. No, really? I, okay, just, to just be fair, Native Americans. I've never been. I've never. Oh, been. whoa, 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 whoa! No, a a shout out to my indigenous peoples. Okay, so <laughs> so no, uh, Albuquerque. So. To be fair to Albuquerque, I have only briefly passed through Albuquerque, and it just seemed like a place where there's a lot of meth. 
And may, maybe that's an unfair, maybe maybe that's driven by uh, Breaking Bad. But yeah, I no, say. I mean, traveling, <laughs> traveling through Albuquerque, like I looked around and I said, this is a place where I would do meth. Um, and you know, I mean, just, just to spice things up a little bit, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I felt about Albuquerque. So maybe while, that's what Bakersfield needs. Uh, who knows? A little meth, a little meth to spice, <laughs> spice things up. I feel like there's know. a lot of meth there actually. They just I will, a little shot in the arm. I, I will say that to contrast Albuquerque, I mean, New Mexico, again, like Arizona is a gorgeous state. I'm partial to the desert. I love the desert. Um, and I will say that while Albuquerque is one of my least favorite cities, small sample size, uh, Santa Fe is one of my most favorite cities. So uh, mm-hmm. just, just want to throw that in there. Another little teaser for uh, for is our there, best section. Is there anyone with anything controversial? Because I'm waiting for it. Any Any city that you think could have some sort of pushback? Uh, Mason said L.A. Uh, I had Mason loves LA. What is he talking about? <laughs> I do. I don't like the sprawl. I, I I thought San Francisco was a little controversial, but uh, I also had Portland that some people really like. Oh, and I think Portland is super boring. Portland, I wanted to put on my list. I mean, other than their airport carpet, which is admittedly great. Yeah, uh, airport in general. <laughs> it's admittedly yeah, great. Carpet. Yeah, no, because that's apparently that's a thing. Apparently that's a thing. That was like a thing. Um, But Portland, not only is it boring as hell, but your weather fucking sucks. Like, like it gives it gives Seattle a run for its money. Your weather sucks in Portland. So you know what? Either get some, either get some sunshine, or get a little Las Vegas in your life. So, so it's interesting when you visit a city. um, Sometimes having kind of an ambassador or someone that knows the city is helpful. So I've experienced Portland, like the neighborhoods, which I thought were super cool. You know, when when you just stick to like the the kind of the tourist track, I feel like you don't really experience the city. But Portland, some of the neighborhoods were really cool, and they looked very looked like a desirable place to live. It, It was really nice. And the food was good, and you're right. The weather does suck. Sucks. Um, yeah. I've always had uh, good food S. in sunny days about, in Portland. Yeah. That's, I also have to about, say, yeah. How about this city? This is a little controversial, I think. We've all been there. Half Moon Bay. <laughs> Bro, you have, to tell, you, you have to tell our audience what your nickname for Half Moon Bay is. Oh, it's not Half Moon Bay. It's Half Moon Okay. I'm it's got like what a population of 123 or something. Could yeah. you be yeah, more exactly. Bay Area insider it's right now? I know, I know, I know. But we're all from. We have all spent extensive time in the Bay Area, so Half you know. Moon Bay is no Port Reyes station. Let's no. go. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, Half Moon Bay is just okay. Another place where the weather consistently like, sucks. So and. And it's um, that's it. For, that's all I gotta for, say. Uh, South Florida. South Florida is a little overrated. Uh, you talk when you talk about South Florida, you're talking about Miami, and you're talking about kind of like a specific area in Miami. Outside of that, I feel like Florida is just a it's it's pretty tough area. I'm Florida not, I'm not in general is overrated. I have yeah. to say one thing. Yeah. Agree. 
Really? Really? I, I, I haven't explored much of Florida. I've had the pleasure of Orlando. Um, I, I have to tell one little story about Portland. So I met this guy who was real Portland. I mean, like hardcore Portland. And just in terms of his attitude, in terms of the way he felt about the world. So what I'm trying to say is crazy liberal, like insanely liberal. And I, look, look, I'm no Trump supporter, but uh, my liberalism makes me look like a conservative next to this guy. And I was with him and I was conversing with him and he said something that was so ignorant um, that I have to tell a story about it. So we were sitting, we were having drinks, and somehow we got on the conversation of communist China. And I as mentioned, one does. as one does, and I mentioned the Little Red Book by Mao Zedong. Not her, not sure if you heard of him, but he's pretty famous, pretty infamous. And this guy from Portland, nice guy, like a lot about him, said, "Mao, great guy." Now, for those of you that don't know, Mao may hold the world record for having murdered, both directly and indirectly, the most amount of people ever. Not just in China, not just in the 20th century, but ever. So Mao, not a great guy. Not a great guy. But that's, you know, again, his philosophy, like like some other like some other, you know, friendly guys was nice, was nice until he tried to implement it. And just a few million people got in his way. So I don't, I, that was not a good story for this. You're going to have, you're going to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to cut that one out, Mason. So you don't like Portland. <laughs> long story go. short, long story, long story short, but I thought he was very yeah. representative of Portland. What's your problem yes. with Shanghai? Yes. Portland has the self-righteous. It has that. It has that. But thing you know, going. It, it has Wokeness. That. It does, it does yes. have that. Thank you for I, saying I, that without telling an inane story. Yes. <laughs> All right. Do we have a worst? Do, like, like, do we have agreement on a worst? I feel like or, Orlando. Orlando. We, yeah, no. Orlando. Like, yeah, I think like Orlando. Of gravity. Yeah. Can we all agree on that one? Yeah. Or, or Sarah's they- spent a lot of time in Newark, so she might have a different <laughs> opinion. <laughs> no, that's fine. But let's go. I go Orlando. I trust you guys. Trust. Little crown Orlando, the shittiest. Uh, I drove through New Newark about a month ago, and I was looking around. And it looked like a you know kind of a, you know I haven't spent much time there, but looked uh, looked like it needed some work. Need some help. Mm. You can't. Yeah, it's not an accessible city. It's not like easy to get from place yeah. to place. Whatever you guys know. Let's. let's but you're right. Let's but, crown but, but, Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. Crown him. The worst. All right. Congratulations, Orlando. All right. Let's... Well, let's have ha- some more happy thoughts and talk about the places we love to oh, go. I, the, the, this is near and dear to my heart. I love. I love going to places I love. It's 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 one of my favorite things. All right. Well, then kick us off, Joe. Wow. That's Yeah. Um, kick us off. <laughs> yeah, so so it's 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 a weird it's it's a weird city. It's a weird city, but it's uh, and it reminds me so much of San Francisco, which is Mason's, one of Mason's. No. <laughs> I feel like it's uh it's it's it has everything I I love and it's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh. 
Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is Never one been. of the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, it well, reminds me of, you've been to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Keep going. Sarah said Sarah spent a lot of time in uh, the uh, eighth most popular state. Yeah. 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 Just outside of Philadelphia, about 40 miles. <laughs> No, go ahead. <laughs> upper Upper Buckstown, uh, Wilmington. Yeah, Wilmington. Uh, no, Philadelphia reminds me of San Francisco in the sense that it has it does have a, a mental health problem. It does have that grime. It is dirty, but it's such a real city. It's very authentic, and um, the food is a plus. the uh, The people there are real people. And I appreciate that. You know, it might be a little bit more in your face. It might be a little more honest, but it's real. And I love that. Um, it reminds me a little of New York, uh, but it's not New York. It has a great, you know, sports kind of culture. It has a great, uh, it has great parks. It has a lot of history. Philadelphia, Philadelphia definitely ranks up there for me. And then Austin, of course, I'm just going to give you it all because we all have, we all have things to get out. But Austin, Philadelphia, and um, yeah, those are my two favorites, Austin and Philadelphia and Los strong, Angeles. Ca- strong case for Philadelphia, bro. Yeah. I really do feel like Philadelphia doesn't get enough love. It's a great city. And it would have made, since we're talking about it, it would have made my top three, but I couldn't, I, I didn't have the heart as a, as a Bay Area resident to keep San Francisco out of my top three. As much as I as much as I wanted to push San Francisco down my list, I, I felt like I, I was betraying my city by doing that. Otherwise, Philadelphia would have made my top three. Cool. Well, then who's that, who's on the rest? I of like top Philadelphia. Three? I think. I, uh, oh, sorry, Mace. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I love Philadelphia. The my favorite place, one of my favorite places in the world, is Reading Terminal in Philadelphia, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is a little indoor market by their uh, main train station that has every single food on earth, and they're all just these little stalls. It's if uh, like anyone who ever goes there, I'm like, you must go there. Um, Agree. It's so fun. And the city has so much culture. And I think what's really neat about all the areas in the, the Northeast, those cities are so old that there's the, the history there is just like kind of overwhelming and really, really fun to, exp- those cities are just fun to explore because everywhere you go is historic. Uh, yeah. And, and, and they have a, uh, the thing about Philadelphia that I like is they have a lot more city central. They have a lot more emphasis on like mom and pop. You see a lot of stores yeah. that are yeah. owned by, you know, it's individual proprietorships. We're not talking about big box stores outside of the city. Yes. You'll get all the big box, but inside of the city, it's very authentic. That's what's neat about Philadelphia. It, it has kept a very blue collar, um, like kind of personality. And it, so it feels very authentic and it has not been taken over by gentrification the way a lot of other big cities have. Yeah. Sarah? I've never been. I've never been to Philly, so I have like no. Okay, uh, as far as it's other, a fun place to visit. Yeah. yeah, I have it on my list, but never made it. There's like a lot of great cities I haven't. Um, how about you, Kurt? I could jump to another city, but do you have a comment? Oh, on yeah, Philly? I mean, again, I have I have some like local family ties. So my uh, I have family that grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. Well, my my mom's side is from Wilmington, Delaware, which is um, kind of just over. It's like you know, 35 minutes from Philadelphia. So 
I've had the pleasure of going since I was a little kid. So it's, yeah, I, unfortunately I haven't been there much as an adult. Um, so, so I haven't necessarily gotten to see like the, you know, places, you know, bars and, and things like that. But, but for like, as a little kid, the history was like so cool and so overwhelming and just being a part of, you know, a, a, of all those places, it's, it's, um, it stands out, you know, as from a historical standpoint, as a kid of, I have some real vivid memories of, of all the, 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 those spots that, that my parents had taken me just to, to visit all the, the little houses and, and the places where all these fairly monumental things in the United States history happen. So, um, but, but yeah, it's on my list right. to, to get to as an adult for sure. Let's, let's plan a trip to Philadelphia, guys. Yeah, let's go. Let's a special episode there. <laughs> we'll get an Airbnb right in the, right in the thick of it. Joe, do you remember that Airbnb? The first time we went to Philadelphia for work, uh, we got this, it was this like traditional, like one of those very vertical properties in oh, yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. It was like three floors and yeah. each floor was, was super so skinny. Cool. It was so cool. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, like, it was cool. When I watch M. Night Shyamalan movies, it reminds me of that because he always shoots in those like so, traditional buildings. I feel like we need to... Row houses. Yeah. I feel like we need to mention here of like... Part of the reason I that that Mace and Joe and, and Justin have probably seen a bunch of cities is... is your the business you guys have done i feel like we'd be remiss if not saying that so so the three of them are all part of a photography business um that have have been all over the country shooting in lots of cool places and lots of um convention halls but but i think you guys have gotten to, to visit a lot of places outside of the the convention halls and stuff like that so um i feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't say that that you guys have that shared experience where, where you've gotten to travel all over the, the country, seeing a lot of cool places. It, it's, it's amazing. And it is one of the, I love my job um, as a photographer, as somebody who assists photographers, as somebody who does a lot of customer service. But I will say one of the most incredible things about my job is to travel and see other places and get to spend time in those other places, even if I just see a small part of it, because that is, and I think Sarah can attest to this as somebody who's done more traveling, more international traveling, especially than any of us, travel is the best education. Yep. Yes, I would agree. Got to experience it. You don't know until you've been there. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. So who else well, is on your list, Sarah? <clears throat> um, okay. You know, well, I just have like my top and I just want to go to my top one, but I will kind of going on the East coast thing. My experience is very limited. Um, it was much more of a touristy experience as well, but I had a wonderful time in Boston. So I don't know that I should be speaking on, but my experience in Boston that I had, um, there was a lot of history. Obviously it brought things to life that I had learned before, maybe in school and hadn't thought of before. And then when it, brings it to life. It makes a huge difference. I also had some, you know, food wasn't amazing, but I had some okay food in Boston, but really it was the people that I met or encountered or came across in Boston. They're, yeah, I don't know. Like there's just like a, 
I don't know that city. People are proud to be from that city. People are, you feel like you're part, you've become part of something like a separate something. Like when you're there, you're like, I'm part of Boston right now. And I think that's just like the culture and the people that are there. And that's the best way I can describe it. So it was the history and the people. And like I said, it was very short lived, but um, we also stayed in an Airbnb, kind of like you guys described in Philadelphia, where it was so small. It was very European, where we almost had to like pass our bags up through the, like the little staircase to get up in it. And then the window, when you opened it, one window is just like brick outside, and oh, you're like, oh, cool. So cool. And then the other one, yeah, the other one. But but and you go out at night and just kind of go downstairs, and there's these open air restaurants, and it just, I don't know, it just, um, I felt a piece of history coming alive when I was there. But again, it was my experience. So I don't know if anyone else is. Yeah. yeah. Boston is a, is a special city. I feel like it's like Hogwarts or something where it, yeah. they, it, it has this otherworldly feel because they, they never changed it. Like you go there and so much of the architecture and the, the structure of the city, at least downtown, it is, still what it was you know 300 years ago which is really kind of magical when you're there and and it's really cool yeah, the, the, i, I feel like no other stuck. city has that i mean in, as terrible, intact but, yeah the the east coast the east coast has that over the west coast but then when you when you travel outside of the country, then you realize that we're like, you know, Oh yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but there are parts of Boston that you can walk in where you feel like you are back in colonial times. And, oh, yeah. and there are bars that have been there from the 1600s. It's yes. insane. And, and it wouldn't take much redressing, if you will, to, create a colonial scene there in half a day. I mean, it is still that authentic. It is still that unchanged. And yeah. I, I have not, I mean, in Philadelphia, New York, you, you have that, but it, it, it's not continuous. There are buildings that have fallen apart or been demolished or the streets have changed. But in Boston, there are districts where they are still, 90% it it feels this way maybe i'm incorrect but 90% how they were back in uh back in the time of Benjamin Franklin mm. shout out ben lots of statues lots, lots of, statues. of statues fun city <laughs> fun city bad food <laughs> oh well, and they do have Joey and I were just there actually for work and they do have this nice um promenade do you remember that promenade bro yeah, that yeah, we yeah, walked with all the sculptures and it's so nice again something that's very european that's missing in a lot of american cities it's so nice to have a nice a promenade, promenade to walk on uh, yeah what'd you say kurt oh a nice promenade i knew, I knew you were gonna say a promenade nice promenade yeah i yeah shout out to promenades <laughs> public promenade. parks so public parks are a thing that I feel like we did a good job of hundreds of years ago and we don't do anymore that I think Agreed. really, wow. really impacts cities. Interesting. You, yeah. you think about most of the best cities, they have these amazing open community spaces like New York and central park uh, in Austin. San Francisco and uh, yeah. Austin. They have them. Yeah. San Francisco was modeled after central park. Golden Gate park was yes. modeled after central it, park. It was the same architect. In fact, interestingly, oh, yeah, right. uh, 
you know, I, I traveled and and I, I Salt Lake City has some of the best public parks of any city I've ever been to. Shout, Straight, shout out to Salt Lake City. It's not a, it's not on my list. It's not on my worst or best, but but it does. They did a really nice job in planning their public parks. And, and uh, I'll give a shout out to Kansas City, Kurt, because uh, it's been a while since I visited you. But when I used to come out regularly, I remember there was a lot of open green park spaces that were. They didn't need to be there, but they were, and it made the whole place feel um, yeah. like more friendly, and you get a sense of community and a sense of like being in nature. And I, I, I really like that. Ever you know, in a city. Yeah, no, it's. I, I think that's. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wish there was a, like a bigger park that that we had, but, but yeah, no, they've. The, the city has done a good job, and I think it's uh, on account of people a long time ago who have uh, had more forethought to, to add it in like we were talking about. Um, yeah, because for well, sure. Well, now I they can just watch Netflix. They don't need parts. It, and and <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's interesting? We really – when we talked about our, our favorite cities, and we haven't talked about it long, but we really haven't talked about like like culture and people, like kind of what kind of welcome you get when you get to the city. Yeah. And, and Casey, Casey's uh, has, has, has that – that Midwestern hospitality that, that, you no, know, it does, it, it has it. And other cities, Atlanta has that Southern hospitality. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's something that you should rank when, when you're talking about your favorite cities, you know, what yeah, kind of, sure. what are the people like? What are the people yeah. like? Good yeah, point. I agree. It's a good point. Now, San Francisco uh, is one of those cities you're like, what are the people like? And you're like, mm. They yeah, want you the to go away. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, San Francisco, San Francisco these days has everything but the people. Um, uh, but but I, since we're talking about people, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up my favorite city, which I think beats out all the other cities by far. Ooh. Ha- hands down, hands down. New Drum York City. New York, New York City. Never heard is of it. A city is a city unlike <laughs> any some more other. Info. What, where is this? <laughs> <laughs> unlike any other in America. I mean, it is a crossroads of the world, and it is the only one in the United States of America. Yeah, you and, can't you can't make a bad, bad argument for New York City. No, you yeah. can't. I, I mean, it is it is the premier city in the U.S. Um, there's a reason that everybody all over the world wants to go to it. San Francisco is unique in its, um, in its, you know, in its, in its surroundings and its topography and all that. But New York has it all. I mean, New York certainly benefits from the fact that it is such a large city. Uh, I, I was looking at the stats on Wikipedia and I think New York's got eight million, eight and a half million people, and the next largest city is L.A. proper, um, and that's got three and a half million. So, you know, New York has the unfair advantage of five gigantic boroughs, including uh, Brooklyn, which should be its own city um, because it's so impressive on its own. But New York is is a place where you can find anything, meet anyone have most any experience have the best food in the world from all different cultures and it's it's beautiful it's beautiful it, it, it is constantly 
stimulating. There's always something to see. You can walk many blocks in New York and not be bored. Um, so there you go. That's that's my argument yeah. for New York. All right, let's wrap. Let's wrap. Kirk, can we wrap it up? It's New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, I have you know New York that- on my list, I, and I agree. It is a city of splendor, and it is so familiar. Even if you've never been there, it's got a lot of history and parts. I don't think. I, I feel like it. It like because it's the biggest city. It also has the burden of justifying that it's the best city and i but it is the best city it's an amazing city but it's a it's so big and it's i i I don't i don't know that it's it's not my best i'll fight you i'll fight you on that let let's let's clarify that for most people new york city is manhattan right now Brooklyn in the last like 10, 15 years, but it's Manhattan. That's what people think of when they think of New York City. And Manhattan on it on its own, I think, can still stand as the greatest city in the United States, if it were its own city. Sure, I don't think sure. it I don't think it needs the other four, bur- four boroughs to be the best city. Yeah. So the- I don't think anyone actually has to go to New York to experience New York. That's the what thing. Is the, what I does that mean? Like. It means that, like, if you've watched movies, you kind of know what New York's all about. Oh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's my hot take. And I feel like I've been in New York more than a dozen times, and I love it. I love the parks. There's nothing I love more than going to the little parks where they have, like, beer beer gardens and sitting there and having a drink in the afternoon watching people. Interesting people, amazing city. But... It's so cliche to, to say New York is the best city because it's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's because it's, it's true. It's this, historically, it's the one of the best cities and the greatest cities in the world. No, not the it's, US. Not, it's not historic. It's current. I don't I don't think it's the best city still. Sarah, Kirk. So I, I mean, I, so I it is a cliche and I do have it as my number one, which I'm just because I thought long and like, here's my thing. I I'll fight you too, Sarah. It's fine. You can fight me. So I, I'll fight, I'll fight I, you too. I can handle New York City for like 72 hours because I just like, like, I'm like a small town person. Like, there's so much, yeah. energy, there's so many sirens. I'm like, I need quiet. But I got to tell you, when you go to New York, and especially as someone who's visiting, it is insane the experiences that you have in one 24 hour period and That's very true. the number of connections that you can make in places that you find yourself. So like, for instance, and I'm not saying, you know, I came, I went there with someone who was privileged and on business and had access to things that maybe some tourists don't. But in one day I was like at the Met, I walked down Fifth Avenue, I went out to a rooftop bar and then was like on a whim, we got concert tickets at Madison Square Garden and then could walk back to our hotel. And now we're staying in a very touristy area in Midtown, which is you know, there's a lot of annoying, like terrible restaurants and all of that jazz. But the crazy thing about New York is the next night you could go to a world-class comedy club and see the best person in the entire world. And the thing about the people in New York, I find is that when you strike up conversation, people are culturally speaking, people are open. People are are nice. I find in New York, they're welcoming. They love their city. I agree. And you don't know where you're going to end up. Like New York is a place where on a Tuesday night, you don't know who you're going to meet, who you're going to talk to and where you're going to go. And it's quite possible that you're going to have the best night of your life. And I don't know where else you can do that. 
Um, You're not wrong. Me, if you can make it there, Sarah, <laughs> you could make it anywhere. That's profound. That's that's deep, man. I, I, that's that's deep. But I, I feel like the show. I feel like the, the name of the show really should have been "What's Your Favorite City Besides New York?" Right? Because, <laughs> yeah, 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 because, yeah. Because New York is the easy answer, and I, of course, when you talk yeah. about your favorite cities, I, I want to say New York because that's the city I probably travel to the most. But it's like um, my, my fa- I have family there. That I, I, I've experienced like you know some of the boroughs and, and gone to some neighborhoods, and and I feel like yeah, New York. Yeah, New York is, is is a great city. It's a it's well, un- unmistakable. You know, the accessibility yeah. but, to everything. You can get anywhere in one day. Yeah. It is big and sprawling. An amazing subway experience. system. Yeah. But the, the, that's the, all the, something you and, expect when you go to New yeah. York. And, and I feel and like no other yeah. Yeah. No other city represents the represents the humanities more than New York. They showcase right. Right. Everything and and it's so nice to see it. And you wish other cities would follow suit, but you realize New York is an old city and it has lots of money, and other cities can't do that. But but New York is, I feel, and um, Kurt, you have. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kurt. What, no, what do you, you say about you guys, New York? No, you guys are riffing. You guys are. Well, I, I, New York is, you know, really a world class city. It's one of the top cl- cities in the class. It's one of the top cities in the world, but you know. Mason has a good point. It does have the burden of being the most prestigious city, and it don't has you, to be. Don't you join him, bro? Don't you join him? <laughs> you know, I mean, and through, I, I didn't want to and, and, and New York is New York is maybe a, a little behind San Francisco in the in the sense of uh, of the gentrification and the homogeny that San Francisco is going. New to. York can never gentrify like San Francisco. It's too because of all the scaffolding. It, <laughs> it's too large, and we'll get to San Francisco because I feel like San Francisco is no. going to be a contentious topic because it can be both your best and your worst, right? And I, Kurt, I feel like, a, yeah, I was going to ask Kurt what's what's your number one. We're going straight to one. <laughs> Started back at one. Um, so I mean. This one was tough for me because I've we all have a obviously we're all from the Bay Area. So I think we our relationship with San Francisco is going to be different, just like you know, if we're talking to somebody from New York, you know, that has probably a different relationship. Um and, and you know, but but what you said, Mason, too, I think is, you know, in the past 10 years, and and I haven't lived in San Francisco for mm. tw- 20 years. Um, and so I probably have, you know, obviously wow. I've visited a bunch, but, but I probably have more of an idealized version of, of San Francisco, um, that in my head than, than probably you guys do who, who have been there and go there more often for work or just Damn going right. to the city. Um, but 20 years ago, I wouldn't disagree with you. Right. I, right. But I don't want to go there anymore. I, I hate going there and I get, I, I just, it disappoints me every time I go. Yeah, so oh, it's, it's sad. It's sad. You know, for, for me, God, it, it's tough. Cause like, if I'm choosing one to visit, I think new Orleans is probably my number one city of, of places. Oh, I want to like, like, like I would choose to go visit. Top three. I, Cause I, I, again, I get the, the pleasure of going there for work and like, yeah. obviously we haven't traveled much over the past year and, and I've had, 
especially even the co- last couple of weeks, I've had some conversations with like, man, I miss going to New Orleans. You know what I mean? Because it is interesting, just such an amazing. And like, I feel like every time I go, it's like an onion where I find new things and find yeah. little neighborhoods I haven't been. And just like, and, and the people there are, you know, again, like, like I've been to New York a bunch of times, but you know, and I've been LA and a bunch, but I just feel like the people there have such, there's so much to them. You know what I mean? Like every time I get in a conversation with a local or local business owner, or, you know, like there's a place we go that we really like, um, this craft brew place. And like, every time we go, we have such an amazing experience and it's with different people. It's not just with the same people. Like you'll just strike up conversations with, you know, it'll be three o'clock on a Tuesday and we're getting a beer and it's just all these amazing stories of all these people. And they're not necessarily like, they don't have to be transplants from, you know, like New York or LA, you know, where, where a lot of people are transplants from other places. Like they're from there and they have all this interesting history of their family and where they've come from and what they used to do in the Creole. And, you know, it's to, to me, yes. it's, it, it's, it's just an amazing city. I, I love, love New Orleans. Yeah. I love New Orleans. I think I it's one of the yeah. most unique cities uh, I've ever been anywhere in the world. It it has this deep cultural identity, and people have so much pride. and And the and the, you're right. The neighborhoods, like one minute you feel like you're in an East Coast city, and the next minute you feel like you're in like the South of France because the 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 architecture and the history they all collided there. Right? There was like a French city, and then it was taken over by the the. Americans and and the history there is so amazing. And if you go outside of town, seeing the the South and the 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 like surrounding the bayous, and it is just like it is a weird place, yeah. and, and but it is it's beautiful. And you can walk all over that city and hop into these bars where they make a six dollar drink. <laughs> That has eighty <laughs> shots of, of, of hurricane. You mean as opposed to the thirty-two dollar drink you're going to get in New York City? They're exactly right. Yes, there's a so there's a, a good friend of mine. She has she got married in New Orleans. She loves New Orleans, and every couple years, like we do this like friends trip where we go there, and she knows way more about New Orleans than I do, and I love it because, like you said, every time you go, there's something new that you discover. There's this. Like you've probably all been to Lafitte's Blacksmith Bar, which I think is like the old, oldest bar in the country, and it doesn't have it didn't have electricity when it was open. Now they do, but um, it, it, but then at the same time you're going. They have these ghost tours, and there's just like uh, I love uh, that place. I, so I remember much. the, I the remember, music. Yeah, it's fun. I remember fun walking around New Orleans, and you know Bourbon Streets. I, I get away from Bourbon Street because Bourbon Street of is course, just too much, too much action. But I remember walking around just outside of Bourbon Street, walking around. I was I had a few drinks and I was feeling good. And I w- walk around and I stumbled upon Cafe Dumont. And I'm like, oh, this I've heard of this place. Sat down and I had a I had a coffee and I, I forget what they give you there. Was it beignets? Like, beignets. beignets yeah. Thank you. And it was just so fun. And you're you're looking out and you can kind of see some of the canals and you see some of the water and it's just so nice and it's yeah. uh, it really is a unique experience. I, feel I had like- New Orleans as my number two, but it was my number one for a very long time until my last New York trip. But just because it was the, the first time I went to New Orleans, very long time ago, but it was the first time I felt like um, 
like in the United States, everything is sort of the same. And it was the first time I felt like I had traveled somewhere different and I had not been out of the country yet, Mm, but there, there was a history and a culture that I had never experienced within our country. And I was like, this is amazing. And the food, obviously, but I, in the architecture, just all of the old stuff, like everything, New Orleans is, it's a little bit of magic. It is. It's like, in a way, it's like fireflies. Like when you imagine fireflies at night, you're like, what's New Orleans? Mm. Like it brings something magical. I don't know. I think that New Orleans, and I've never been, you've all been to New Orleans, but every person that I've talked to has been, that has, excuse me, I'm into my second whiskey. Um, Every person that's, that I've talked to who's been to New Orleans uh, has had nothing but nice complimentary things to say i mean it really does sound like a magical city and i think that uh you know from this podcast from this this episode of best worst i think new orleans is going to be our standout star so uh yeah. bravo new orleans well done yeah sarah you you nailed it Easy when, now. you nailed it when you said uh it, it is a magical city it does feel like a kind of a when you walk around certain parts it feels like you're walking around the streets of some city in europe almost you know yeah yeah yeah. you feel very non-american feel yeah and and just like what i liked about philadelphia and like you mentioned is that it is there isn't like targets everywhere there isn't fucking starbucks every i love starbucks but there isn't they're they're not everywhere so yeah so so funny story so i i work for in the grocery industry and so what we have a grocery store one of our grocers that is in the French Quarter, it's like the only actual grocery store in there. And it's I laugh every time I go down because the aisles are approximately like 12 inches wide. And so you have to do like this weird grind on people when, you, when you're when you trying to go buy them. And usually people, people are like eight sheets to the wind when they're when they're shopping in the store. And so it's always, especially at like one in the morning, because you want like a Gatorade or something. So you're not hung over the next morning. And, but just the, even in there, it's just like such a unique place, like this grocery store in the middle of the French quarter that has all this crazy things stocked on its shelves. Um, you know, and, and then, yeah, it's, it, but then you go to, um, and a lot of the the less traveled places and and um and just some of the food there too it's i think it's like underrated as far as food even obviously mm-hmm. cajun food but but then there's this whole scene of of food that's like you know beyond just, it has some of the cajun flair but but a lot of really interesting restaurants and you know that that are completely unex- and i guess too that's probably something is the unexpected nature of a lot of the, the stuff I found in, in New Orleans is it's it doesn't just have like, oh, yeah, I'm going to whatever. And I expect to have, you know, whatever. I'm going to have my New York slice of pizza or, you know, I'm going to have this like it's yeah, it's finding some um, you know flair, some chef you find that does this amazing take and, and you know, weaves in a little bit of the, the local culture. But it's something completely unique to that particular area. I, th- I think that's why New Orleans is a good pick because it always exceeds expectations. Whenever mm. you go to New Orleans, it always exceeds your expectations. That's all. New York, New York doesn't always exceed your expectations. In that they're sense, high. Right? They're Sometimes high, you go to yeah. New York, yeah, that's right. You go to New York, you, you get overwhelmed, you sensory overload, you just want to you want to shut down. You don't need that. But New Orleans always will exceed your expectations. I have good a good point. New Orleans – 
a good New Orleans story where we booked a swamp tour in the middle of um, winter. And I didn't know that gators (laughs) hibernate. So we we go out to this swamp spot and it's just me and my friend. And like, I think I had two friends with me. Nobody else is just empty. And we're like waiting on this like old boat, just kind of like hanging out in the dock. And this guy rolls up in a truck and out there, all there is is a, a fish tank with a, a gator sitting in it and like a boat that's empty. <laughs> and we're like, just waiting. This guy shows up. He is so mad. So mad. He's swearing under his breath. He's getting like one of the airboats. Or are they called airboats that have like the, you yeah, know, the gliders? Fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like yeah. vroom, vroom, trying to get the fan. He's swearing, going, get on. And we're like, everyone's just like scared of him. And, um, you know, we like, this we get was your on. Tiger, Tiger King experience. And he, no, he, <laughs> but he's just like, why the hell did you book a tour in the middle of the winter when all the gators are hibernating? And we were like, oh. and so he you drives us West out. Coast, so it ladies. was so cold. It was December. We had to like take our sunglasses to cover our eyes to keep warm. And we get out in the middle of the swamp and he like stops it. And he just is like, here we are. And he, you know, he was kindly gave us like oh. stories. And stuff. We saw nothing. But he was just so honest. Like, it was funny. I, I was like, we paid for this tour. And this guy was, like, swearing and kind of yelling at us. But Sarah, he became our friend. He was nice. So Sarah, you should look up You should look up his business name and see his Yelp reviews. I'm curious. <laughs> oh, I, my God. <laughs> I went there before Yelp was a thing. And this tour was, like, so I don't even know. I have no idea where, oh. you know, what the tour group even was. But it was awesome because he seemed angry and kind of mean. But he ended up being super, you know, he was just honest. Those, like, those are the are best doing? tour guides. Yeah. yeah. Those, I, I, those are the... Those are the yeah. best experiences when, when when you start off when you start off crazy with someone and you turn it around. Yeah, it's almost like it's it's almost like it it, it puts your faith in humanity back. Yes. It's a small success. So I, I, I will say, yeah. Go ahead, Justin. No, I, I was gonna I was gonna just say because I I really I feel like we have a lot to say about San Francisco and Austin. Um. But I was just going to mention real quick that my second on my list, and it it wasn't even a debate for me, was Washington, D.C. It's a great city. Oh, um, yes. It, it, it is beautiful. It's based after Paris. Um, we don't have to talk about it, but it is a city that I think everybody should go to, uh, definitely in America, but then all across the world. Um, it It's a really special place. So that's all I wanted to say about D.C., but. And then we can get on to little, uh, San Francisco. Little too, little too buttoned up for me. Okay, go ahead. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I actually, I actually kind of like that. It's a bunch of like young kids who are all interning to become future psychopaths, right? To <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. <laughs> but I know Justin. I had Washington D.C. Uh, my top three. I think yeah. it is an amazing city. I yeah. Paris is one of my favorite cities in the world. Modeled after Paris. Yep. Yep. And, and I think just the museums and the history and they have uh, between like the, the, the button up aspect of DC and then you can head to Georgetown, which is also button up, but is a little more fun. Um, right. they have, it, <laughs> it, it, it isn't a, yes, <laughs> it is a, it's a special city. I agree. I agree. That's it. And that, uh, and you know, I think people understand if you haven't been to Washington DC, go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and it's free. All those the Smithsonian museums, they're free. 
Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, the city's free. You can enter the city for free. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. great. The, the best museums in the world, free. Go Not ahead. in Biden's America. You can't go nowhere for free. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fighting words. But anyways, that's it. I just wanted to say that DC was on my top three. Um, and obviously Mason's, it was on Mason's as well. I, I have a couple like outside contenders that aren't my top that I wanted to acknowledge. Shout outs. One is, well, Lake Tahoe is not a little city, but it's a it's a town. I love Lake Tahoe. Oh my for god! Nostalgic purposes, it's beautiful all season round. Nice place that, to visit. It, it's too small. It's just too small to it's be too on the small. Yeah, I, wait know, a minute, I know. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit is a city that I think gets a lot of shit, and I have I visited there three times in the last couple of years, and I've actually I feel like they're they're coming around quite a bit. Um, the downtown I, I walked around the the downtown yeah yeah the greek town they have great restaurants it's on the up chicago i mean maybe we'll talk about chicago i don't know how yeah, you guys I, feel I, about was, I was gonna I feel throw like, that i feel like I feel how people feel about chicago i don't know what the chicago's chicago's a world-class city yeah, it, it i like is, it better than I, new york oh, oh. i but i will say awesome. this i will say this about chicago i feel like everybody you can say Chicago and everybody kind of agrees. Yeah, it's a pretty good city. That's it. And that's all you, I mean, you got to say. I'm going to say this. I haven't yeah. stayed in Chicago, but about 75 miles away from there, there's a little town that's really interesting. <laughs> leave, leave it to Sarah. Leave it to I Sarah. Said, I stayed in Peoria for a week. <laughs> but I all right. honestly I got haven't a been to more. Chicago. So. I have a couple of little, little ones also. Carmel, tiny town. Oh, but so pretty. Yeah. I love Carmel, Breckenridge, Colorado. Oh, fuck yeah. All of us except Justin went on a yeah, one of I my favorite been. trips of my life. Uh, we went to Breckenridge, had like a rental house for a week. Sarah, I remember you like flew in last minute the next day or something. I did. It was like a 48 hour stint. I flew in. <laughs> Yeah, it, I I really enjoy Breckenridge because it's designed around that like après ski experience. So après ski, <laughs> Justin, it's so great. You go up on the mountain, you I'm ski sure over, and then and then you come down and you end up in the town. They oh, that's lifts. amazing! You walk you walk out of your house, get on a lift up, and then you ski down. And then at the bottom is restaurants and bars. It's like heavenly. Um, Yauntville, which where you visited yep. yesterday. In the Napa Valley. Yep. It's like, it's again, it's a town. It doesn't count, but it it's like it, square it, miles. It's like two square miles. It has the uh, best restaurants in the world. French yeah, Laundry, the yeah. Sean Bakery. Yeah. I, I it has literally the, it has literally the best bakery in the world. I mean, I'm sorry, not, not in the world, in America, in America. Uh, yeah. Outside, outside people, of California. People in France are yeah. about to come kick your ass. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's what I meant. Um, I, no, I so since we're mentioning small places before we get to, I feel like Pleasant I feel like Hill. we should end end on San Francisco, but um, because it's no. it's just such a you just you, you got to you, you got to stop teasing it. We're hour okay, and okay, okay. yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> just 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 real just real just real quick just real quick. Uh, Virginia City is an awesome place. Um, this is in Nevada. 
Uh, it's about an hour drive away from Lake Tahoe or 45 minutes drive away from Lake Tahoe. It is one of the most intact old West towns. And it's not, even though it's touristy, uh, it is still historic. It's not fake. Um, and it's beautiful. It's, it's way up in the Hills. It's a great drive up to it. So I recommend that. I have a really strong memory from when I visited Virginia city as a kid. Yeah. And I went to a, there was a, one of those tourist shops and I looked up and there was a t-shirt for sale and it said <laughs> liquor in the front, poker in the rear. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I will never forget that t-shirt as long as I live. It blew my mind. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. I also have to mention uh, notable cities in the South Savannah is one of the coolest cities I've ever been to. Uh, Savannah has the um, distinction of being the only, I think, big city, relatively big city, that wasn't destroyed in the Civil War. And it's mm. incredible. Everybody should go visit Savannah. It, it is incredible. It is European. It's got town squares everywhere. Um, it's so historic. It's so intact. It's just a cool place. Um, and stay in an Airbnb. Don't, yeah, don't don't stay in Savannah. Uh, and that and that's it. Those are places I wanted to mention. Small small cities I wanted to mention. Yeah, I, I feel like it's uh, small cities don't get their fair shake here because there's a lot of great small cities. Yeah. Uh, oh, totally. I have like that's a, a different huge podcast. list of small towns. That's a different, like, it's like, a different podcast. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. hold on. So I feel like I've heard a few mentioned, but there's one that is on, it's my number two. Oh, really? No, one, no one's really mentioned except to say it's bad weather, but it's Seattle. Ooh. And I have taken, Probably Seattle's 20 great. trips to Seattle. I, I have been very fortunate. It's only been, I know it rains 300 days a year in Seattle, but like of every time I've been there, I think it's only rained like twice. I love Seattle. I feel like Sarah, you would like Seattle. Have you spent much time in Seattle? So I have. No, she spent I... 45 minutes outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Olympia, Washington. <laughs> Red. She spent a lot of time in Redmond, Washington. Redmond. <laughs> yeah. I was. She was in Vancouver. Not, not Vancouver, Vancouver, Washington. Seattle. Seattle yeah. has the um like per. It's super walkable. It's a small city like San Francisco. It has amazing restaurants everywhere. Bars everywhere. The fresh seafood market. The that's um. I don't remember. It's. Pike, yeah, Pike, Pike's, Pike's Place. Pike's Place. Okay. Oh, Pike's Place. Yeah. Is incredible. It's and it, it it always delivers. Like it it feels like you're in a fairy tale, like some romantic comedy movie. But that's what they're all based on is Seattle. Sleepless and, and in Seattle. Shout out. And they have Starbucks on like every single corner of every single street. So it's magical. I, I love, I love Starbucks, Seattle. but Very I think Seattle is for, just okay. Sorry. For a weekend getaway. No, like, like my wife and I will be like, if we have two days to go somewhere, Friday, Saturday, come home Sunday, go to Seattle. Sounds it's great. The best. Uh, here, here's a city that's on nobody's list that should be on everybody's list. You guys ready? Salt Lake City. No. San Diego. <laughs> I have oh, that my God. I have that. But uh, culturally, San- I think it's lacking culturally. But they have the yes. accessibility as far as like setting up their 
gas, is it the gaslight, gas lamp district, gas whatever district, it is? Yeah, They've yeah. done really well because if you go there, they make it really easy, really accessible, and they bring the nightlife, right? Where most towns at night, like they're like downtown-ish, close areas have nothing. They've mastered that. Like it's beautiful in the weather. But the I weather feel like if San Diego has the best weather on planet Earth. <laughs> yes. So, what if you, you if you if you take everything that we said about the culture of New Orleans and how rich and deep and like colorful it is, it's and the then you you flip it upside down and put a one on top, that's San Diego. It yeah. is the most vanilla <laughs> boring, blah 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 place on Earth. Oh, but like, it's so it's, it's so it's yes, so beautiful. It's so they have nice everything. Beautiful, great <laughs> I weather. Like it. Great, good well, fish tacos. It's, like it's the Lewis Black. You've heard the Lewis Black one. That the easiest job in America is weatherman in San Diego. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey what, what's the weather going to be like today? Nice. Back to you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the it's entire a, premise of the of the uh, Anchorman <laughs> movie? It's amazing. It, the weather is amazing. Yeah, that, that's why San Diego is not on anyone's list because it is benign. It is kind of yeah. boring, but it yeah. is something. Is it is a place that's always pleasant to visit. You it's never pleasant. leave San Diego. You never leaves. You don't leave San Diego going. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It? So is Hawaii. So is anywhere in Hawaii. And yeah, anywhere in Hawaii. I agree. All right. So but the food is a uh, and the. People are eh. so. I feel like yeah. Austin is is the the one that I feel like you you guys have hinted around before, but I don't feel like we've talked about it. And is that Mace? Is that your number one? It it lives up to its height. Austin is the best. Yes. Whoa, it's the my, best. It's my number one. Okay, get wow. into best. it. Yeah. Get into it. I Mace. love Austin. Go. I want to hear why. Because okay. I've never okay. been. You got. You got. You got food. Oh, you've never been? No. You should go next. It should be your next vacation. So, Austin, you got food. It has the very best of Texas barbecue. You you have Franklin's barbecue, which most people say is the best of Texas barbecue. But then, like, within a mile of Franklin's barbecue, you have a dozen, like, barbecue food trucks that have as good barbecue as Franklin's barbecue. So, food everything they have they have a culture of live music so you go down if you want to go to like the college town or you want to go outside of town they have live music at every single bar in town so anywhere you go you've got honky tonk rock and roll country music it's fun and then it's also a growing city so you've got a lot of technology people from california companies moving to texas yeah, they're starting yeah, Austin is a huge place of growth. I think Elon Musk is moving to Texas as well, right? Um, and so you, you have a lot of technology there. So it's a very modern city. They're downtown. They have fancy hotels, fancy restaurants, but they also have a lot of authentic stuff. So you've got kind of like something for everybody. Uh, there's quiet parts of town, like south of college. And then you have the downtown. You have the college there. It's just like this. Again, it's walkable. It's a couple miles to get across all around. And everywhere you go, you've got little stuff, you got big stuff. Um, and it's just it does get hot in summer. If we yeah, if weather is a factor, it should work. It's it hot in the summer. Yeah, right yes, it's hot and humid in the summer, but they have air conditioning. So <laughs> this Bro, is a magical would, thing. Otherwise, I, it is the best. Bro, you and I breakfast spend tacos. Breakfast tacos are a thing there. Every they, like that's 
somehow breakfast tacos are everywhere. Food trucks are everywhere. People in Austin are like, they're like the liberals you wanted to be in San Francisco. They all moved to Austin and then they're creating little small micro businesses with our food trucks and breakfast tacos dance. Yeah. It's a very young city, which is cool also in contrast to the energy is great. Yeah. 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 It's quirky. It it has elements of a lot of different cities in Austin, right? You you could see Berkeley, you could see a little Venice, you could see a little, yes. uh, You could see a little, even San Francisco. What San Francisco used to be. You could see a a lot of all that. You can see a little Oregon in there. They have great outdoor recreation areas. They have so much activities and cool things to do. It's, and it's, and it's relatively cheap to live. So you have a lot of, you have a very diverse, uh, uh, you know, community. Is Austin the greatest city in the U S it's an up and coming city. This is going to be shocking. I've never been to Austin, but I did drive through Amarillo once for a couple of hours. So (laughs) (laughs) I've never been to Austin. Sarah has really I gotten on the yeah. bit and just but delivered all the way through. Uh, <laughs> you're fucking awesome, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> Guys, are are we at the moment everyone's waited for? San Francisco. What you're really pushing San Francisco. <laughs> no, no, yeah, because, nobody, because nobody else is pushing San Francisco. No, no because because San Francisco, hold on. I'll, let me make the case. San Francisco is a city you cannot ignore. It, it's a city. So I was talking to my roommates. I was talking to my roommates before uh, we did this podcast, kind of having a dress rehearsal, if you will. And they were talking about San Francisco. When Logan, I have a roommate who's in his early 70s, when he came to San Francisco in the in the early 70s, he said that that was a city that when he arrived, he realized very quickly that he never wanted to leave, you know, and and that is the place that San Francisco used to be. And it was a place that was accessible to everyone. And this is even before. I mean, you guys are. Sorry to age you, but you guys are 10 years older than I'm. It, even before you guys, you know, really experienced it. San Francisco was the city to be, which was accessible to all, which was a, like, a, you know, a city that welcomed all and was a jumping platform for success in as an artist, in life, whatever. And San Francisco, unfortunately, has become inaccessible. But I think what if I were to make a case for San Francisco as one of the greatest cities in the United States, um, there's no other city like it in terms of its topography, in terms of its natural beauty that's all around it and so easy to get to, you know, via, I mean, you cross the Golden Gate Bridge and you're right there in the Marine Headlands, which is some of the most beautiful area in the United States, if not the world. Um, And it's, it's, (laughs) it's <laughs> I just have to mention that Mason just texted me on the app that we're on and he said really making a case for topography but it's true <laughs> I, I, but it, but it's <laughs> but it, <laughs> you should have just said it out loud Mason but it, but, it, but I mean it's true there's no other city, there's no, there's no other city like it in America in terms of its topography yes Sarah I will make a case uh, right. that 
We have in the Bay Area, and it's not just sourdough, but we have some of the best bread in the entire world. And if you think bread does not matter, I miss like it. I, I miss it. Oh, like I miss I, it. I, I have never <laughs> France, I've had a baguette that is great and that's awesome. But beyond that, I've literally never had the range of like the types of bread that we have here that are so good. So I will give Sam. So we got bread and topography. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a lot of family from nice. San Francisco. I, there's things I love about it historically. I think currently it is going through an identity crisis. Like it's kind of lost yes. its like cultural roots. They're there, but they're not at the surface. And it's hard to like see. Like, And so it's like, where is it going to go? And hopefully that will reemerge. Maybe some of that will reemerge. Um, I don't know. Wait, you but still, still could find it. You can still yeah. find it on if you go to if you go to the Mission if you go to some certain neighbors in the city you see some of the real San Francisco roots kind of <sighs> like where kind of like where you you, you can uh, no, no, but, no I'm laughing because Mason has such a look of disappointment on his face but but um oh, I, I, I you know <laughs> the the. No, let's let's dive a little let's dive a little bit deeper into topography. I mean, you're talking about a seven 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 by seven square mile city. When you yeah. when lots you, of elevation, no, when lots you, of elevation. elevation. When, you in, when you fly into San Francisco, it is beautiful. It is amazing. It is. It is. Gorgeous. When you're landing, you're like, wow, this is like unlike many cities I've seen, specifically in the United States. When you're landing, can, can I mention I something that's city. mildly interesting? You talk, are you talking about SFO or Oakland Airport? Yeah. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Either or. You yeah. get like a Bay Area view <laughs> of the Bay of the Sarah Bay is, Sarah's about to tell us about her week in Burling game. I've never been to the city. So, uh, so, so here's, I've seen it South San Francisco. So here's something interesting, mildly interesting. So uh, SFO, which is airport that serves the san francisco bay area the main airport uh it's technically a part of san francisco even though it's not attached to san francisco it's kind of a it's little own island of san francisco and it's about it's a it's actually like 15 minutes or 10 minutes south of the true city's borders um i don't know what my fucking point is never mind go back to talking about topography that was semi mildly interesting. Uh, yeah, it was really it was it was poor. It was poor. You know what? It's not as interesting as uh, San Francisco the topography. Ha- the topography. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, come on. What other what other city in America can you go Listen, up and down hills like that? Right. What other city in America could you even talk about the topography? Like, and people would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But with, with San Francisco, with, with San Francisco, you could talk topography. People are like, "Okay, there's some hills, and there's some there's a big hill." Okay. Although a, a case could be made that if you have to talk about topography, maybe there's not so much to talk about. No, I, I mean, look, look. San Francisco is gorgeous. It's a it's yes. a truly beautiful, world aesthetically class. beautiful city. city. World class well, city. Well, so yeah. you know, my 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 roommate, my other roommate, made a really interesting point, which he said that San Francisco, in spite of its small size, uh, Joey mentioned earlier, seven miles by seven miles. It's only got uh, traditionally it only had seven hundred fifty thousand people. Now it has like eight hundred fifty thousand. The small city, it's internationally recognized. 
And there's a reason behind that because it's a, it's a special place. So Justin, as I, much as I, as much as I hate that city, I have to acknowledge that it's a special place. I love San Francisco for all the reasons you love and what you just spelled out about San Francisco. But I also feel like it like has continually broken my heart over the years. Yes. By, by allowing sort of gentrification to run wild, to yep. take places like the mission and turn them into playgrounds for rich tech people mm-hmm. to, to, to get typically really boring. Yes. To get more, more affordable luxury condos built. Yeah. And they have it's, just, they, they, they keep making the wrong decisions and, and the city is now full of yeah. like that. Vapid. And, Vapid, empty culture. San Francisco is an example of the free market run wild, right? Yeah. It's just like it really is. It's it's so is everything. Out. So is we haven't mentioned it at all, but is Oakland recovering some of what was lost in San Francisco? Is or is it preserving some of what was lost in San Francisco? Or is, is, that, is Oakland a, becoming another San Francisco? Yes, is that your? It's doing the same thing. Oh, I mean, if, that's if unfortunate. So, who is our consensus best city? What what what, what do we I, decide? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with any of you if you say anything other than New York. Yeah, I, 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 the argument I made was like like honestly, you can't make a bad argument that New New York is the best city in the United States. But but I mean, it's an easy it's an easy number one, right? I mean, let's, let's, I, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper and talk okay, and fair, think about fair some enough. places. Yeah, fair enough. Think about some different it's places. It's like a rating champion, I would assume. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so, yeah. Already so, thing. so Sarah, you spent time in Amarillo. Uh, Amarillo. Did you, <laughs> did you see Austin or did you, could you see it through your bedroom window? <laughs> There were no food trucks at the gas station there. So unfortunately I didn't get to experience breakfast tacos. Although again, top so, on my list. So. Can, can we really come to a consensus if we all haven't been there is my question. I feel like or you can still, no, I feel like that's, it's still valid. I, I, I I'd, say New or, I'd say you guys are in agreement. I haven't been, but you guys are in agreement about New Orleans yeah, and I feel everybody like, is complimentary about New Orleans. So Austin like is just still coming up. So we made strong arguments for Philadelphia, San Francisco, um, Los Angeles. Kurt and I, I did at least, and um, New York and New Orleans. So those are like Austin, New Orleans, San Francisco. Shit, I lost track. Yeah, but, San know. Francisco's not on that list. I'm that? sorry. Yeah, I'm partial to San Francisco because I live here. But- I, I, I'd I'd be willing to lock in New Orleans because I've had such great experiences there, and it's a great city. I love New Orleans. I want to. I want to push a little bit on Austin because Austin was my number one by far. Oh, it is Ooh. my number one as well. Yeah, I've had numerous experiences in different places in Austin where I got an Airbnb. In fact, one of the first, the actually the the very first time I ever got an Airbnb, I was on a work trip in Austin and I was staying at a hotel that I didn't like, and I ended up getting an Airbnb by the University of Texas up there. And I, I I remember how novel the concept. This was when Airbnb first started. Obviously, I was in someone else's apartment. They had left me this bag of like craft coffee, 
in the, in their apartment and I was on their balcony and it was so peaceful and quiet. And it's something I love about Austin is that it is a small city with, but it has a big city feel, right? So it's, it's like the small town with the big city vibes. Cause if you go downtown, which is a 15 minute walk from where I was, you have bars and restaurants and concert halls and movie theaters and, uh, just museums, or you could be out in the country and really just enjoying the like piece of what is the sort of the Midwest or the South. And, um, it also has some of the best food in the world, not just barbecue, but I, I've been to amazing German restaurants, Greek restaurants, Italian oh, restaurants. Strong, I love strong case. Austin. Strong case. Strong case. Uh, Je- Justin and I went to a great one of the one of the best Russian restaurants we've ever been to. I can Austin. I can second that. Yes, I feel like it is a con- it's like a city of the future, and like that that is the model which I hope all cities are following because they're doing it right. If you haven't been there, I mean, the the South by Southwest. Well, Kurt and Sarah haven't been there. Two out of the five of us haven't been there. And I feel like (laughs) they would agree if they went. Uh, Nashville and Austin are the fastest growing cities in the country. I thought Salt Lake City, too. No, Uh, not fastest. I don't think I don't think it rate it ranked. Yeah. Okay. And my children think Austin is the worst place on earth. My. Uh, my niece and my sister-in-law live there and we went to visit, my niece was getting married and we went out there and my oldest daughter, she ended up, there's a lot of mosquitoes there and she ended up getting like a hundred mosquito bites oh, and that's so miserable awful. the whole time she was there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, so anytime like we talk about going went back to, number to Austin, two. they're like, no, yeah. never go. <laughs> well, Let's so Kurt, out. Sarah, it seems like Joey Mason and I are in agreement about Austin, but you guys haven't been. So what, what's your number one? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, maybe, okay maybe, maybe we call it a tie. Let's just call it. No, no, no. Let's just be continued. And then let's all buy tickets to Austin. Spend the next week there. Oh man. Yep. Yes. <laughs> make sure, Wait. make sure we can solidify it as our number one. Who's, who's, who's sponsoring this we'll, podcast? We'll, Are they we'll, going to pay for our tickets? Well, we'll get, a, we'll get Sarah's going to stay in Waco, we'll, but we'll be in Austin. Yeah, Waco. <laughs> 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 I'll just on for an afternoon. <laughs> Say hi. Uh, Waco. I like Waco. <laughs> I, I do too. I literally just oh, was in Waco man. a month ago. Uh, really shout I mean, out to David Koresh and the Branch Davidians we love you guys <laughs> oh. Justin and the ATF it, man the ATF throwing it back they, they, taking care of business no, they went strong they went strong in that one I think they uh... they did they pulled back a little bit they pulled back a little bit since oh man had to get in an ATF mention you know uh, a, a lot of uh uh, this real quick. podcast sponsored by the AT. <laughs> a lot, a lot. It's this is a difficult. Is this, this where is I mentioned that my podcast. neighbor works for the ATF? Oh, <laughs> really? Yes. How this else is, do we get the sponsorship? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> this is a difficult, difficult podcast because, like, a lot of uh, a lot of your uh, 
perception about cities is your the experiences you've had there. So Absolutely. like I've had I've been to cities where I've had shitty Uber drivers and I've been like, fuck this city. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So honestly, it really is perception. Perception is reality, but we, we have decided on Austin and new Orleans. I think, I think, can we, can we, can we yeah. solidify yeah, I that? Think so. I think yeah. so. I think so. Um, I and, don't like a tie. Uh, sorry. I don't like ties. I don't like a tie. <laughs> say okay, Austin fine. then. You guys can go Austin. With Austin. I'm okay. Austin. Are you okay with that not being there? I'm okay with it. Yeah. Go for it. I'm, well, Go you think it, it, yeah. I'll defer, I'll defer and, to you guys. I, I, can we can we just before we sign off? Can we apologize to Phoenix, Orlando? <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck those that cities. The damage is done. The damage is done. I was the only one who really spoke to work. I feel fuck bad. Fuck Uber driver. I swear, when I met the mayor of Baton Rouge and she was so sweet and nice, I just I I didn't help. That city sucks so bad. <laughs> Or Baton Rouge. No, I, I have a I have an interesting question though, and it might be a future show topic. But what if we discussed the our favorite like best slash worst airports and oh, compared them to yes. see how they corresponded in to the cities? cities? In? I oh, think yeah. that would be interesting. Yeah, well, no, because New Orleans there's correlation sucks ass. There are it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And best airport, Oakland. Oakland is a great airport. Yeah. So, no, hold airport. on. I, I got to get this off my chest now that you brought it up. How does New Orleans, one of the best cities, have an airport that has it has a fucking Zatarans as the only restaurant in that fucking place? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, What's a Zatarans? Zatarans is like the you know, rice you get. That, that's like, that's your, it's like fucking rice and pony. And that's the place they have. <laughs> they have a fucking oh. smoothie king. And you're like, seriously? This is what I get in I, this airport? Oh, I feel like airports, airports, airports are going to... That's going to be a good conversation. Bro, Newark? We're going to go crazy on Newark. Yeah, <laughs> Newark, Newark is a good airport. No, If you like so, robots... So, so Newark is actually a great airport because it's it has... It's the future. I put that in quotes. Of, it has a lot of iPads and it's all touchless and, 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 and touch, <laughs> no, it's all it's, touching, it's all touchless. Touch. Yeah. No, but, but, but new, when we when I was in New Jersey, they were still really kind of scared about COVID. So everything was shut down. Justin almost lost his mind. I had, I had to calm him down. He was almost the, he was, you, you ever see falling down where the guy just j- gets out of his car and starts just walking down the freeway. That was, that was Justin in Newark airport because everything was closed. Everything was closed. <laughs> it was for your safety guys it's for your well, safety yeah well guys safe. i i have this has been the longest episode i think no i have thoroughly enjoyed oh really yeah what was longer i think r- rappers was like 220 oh oh wow okay well we can We're take we can day. take this to 221 <laughs> if you want <laughs> <laughs> Justin, just go, just go ahead. Just take, take a yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll take the next eight minutes. <laughs> no, just fucking Delta sign story. us off. It's goddamn twelve fifty four a.m. in Kansas City. I'm tired. Fuck. Oh shit. Oh shit. Well, guys, guys, uh, we've offered it up. Austin, New Orleans. 
Fuck Orlando. New York City. New York City and fuck Orlando. That's how we're going to sign off tonight. <laughs> Guys, fuck Orlando. Everyone have a great night. Good night. And try Seattle. Try Seattle. <laughs> and maybe Corpus Christi. Bakersfield. <laughs> but, 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 but. Take us away, buddy. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. Good night, guys.